I don't anymore. It was right when we first started. It was just yes. why I didn't say anything. So I was like waiting to see if that was just a first start thing. And I heard it again when Scar said something, but now it seems like it's gone away. So it seems like the echo was Scar. Yeah, yeah. It was like, yo. And then Scar was like, yo. And I was like, oh. Oh, that's just Scar. Okay. Yeah, maybe because y'all, like, maybe he joined right as you were saying yo or something. I don't know. Right, it doesn't matter. We're, we're all good. Yo, what's up with y'all, man? I liked it better when you started off with what is up internet. I listened to one of your old old episodes. <laughs> a couple days ago. You know what? Um, I that was just I couldn't figure out like a like a legitimate like I wanted a catchphrase to start the show right, and I just couldn't think of anything. And that was ripped. That was really ripped from somebody else's. Like they started their shows all like that. And I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna do that too. There's no trademark on this. And then I just started doing it, and I was it was supposed to be a placeholder, and so I thought of something better, and then like 50 episodes later, I was like, yeah, this is what I do now. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what happened to me. Like, I wanted something dope, but I couldn't think of anything. And like, all the stuff I thought of was like dope, well, it's dope to me, but in actuality, not to anybody else. Like, I'm like, Wiggly, Wiggly, what up? And it's like, no. no. <laughs> 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 Yo, peace and hair grease. No, it's not me. I can't. Mm-mm. No one's gonna watch. No one's gonna listen to this. No one wants to hear that. I would. <laughs> I, I, I would think that you were. By the way, sorry. I, I would think that. Oh, you alright? Um, like I mean, you know, I got cancer. No, I'm joking. No, I'm fine. Uh, that's not funny because people actually do have cancer. I'm fine. I, I, my girlfriend got sick two weeks ago, and then I am now sick with what she had. So like, it's passing through the house. Yeah, quarantines are hard when it's your girlfriend. I don't believe in that. So and, my it's, dad, and it's worse when it's your kids. No, my dad, it's easy when it's your kids. Just stay in your room. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. My dad used to do that whole thing where he wouldn't touch you. He wouldn't like you were banished to the room. And I just I hate that mentality. So like I didn't do that with my girlfriend. I was like, nah, it's cool. If I'm gonna get sick, wait, I'm gonna get wait. Sick. Your dad would really full on banish you. Like he like when I say he would ban it, like when it was time for you to come get your medicine, you would have to hold your hand out, and then he would drop your pills into your hand from a distance that I assume he thought viruses could not travel. And then you had to go back to your room. All of your plates and glasses were the same ones. You weren't allowed to use a different one. They just washed them and gave them back to you so that your plates and glasses didn't get mixed in with everyone else's. 
when I say my father banished you, I am not playing. Like he was like, no, you, none of us can afford to get sick, and we all got sick anyway. It, it was <laughs> dumb as shit, but we all got sick when we did all this dumbass banishment. It was like a big ass fourteen. It's like immediately y'all got scarlet V's. <laughs> no, it was like 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 my father learned everything about disease from like the 14th century, and so he just acted like that. It's like, oh, if I don't touch you and I don't look at you, I can't get sick. Fuck air. <laughs> Yeah, just put on a put on a put on a dust mask and spray paint V's over all of your shirts. So, did your dad like? Was he one of those guys who was never he never missed a day of work or something? Um, no, he was just a bitch about being sick. So like every time he got sick, he was just like most men when he get like well most people I guess when they get sick. Like he was just a bitch. Like he was just like uh I'm sick. Sniff Hey, 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 buddy. Most people are bitches when they get sick. Hey, buddy. Hey, hey, hey. I don't really have anything to say. I was just saying, hey. <laughs> no, What's most, like, going I'm, on? myself included. I, I'm kind of a bitch when I get sick. Right? I don't. I'm terrible. I'm like. But can I ask you a question real quick, just so then we can get this out in the open and then dead it immediately? When yeah. you say you're like a bitch, are you saying you're like a female dog? No, I'm saying I am a person who has a low tolerance for being sick, and I whine and complain a lot. I am a male, I am a human, and I am a bitch when I'm sick. So who are you alluding to when you're sick? That's what I'm asking. I'm alluding to whiny, complaining people. Uh, So anyone that I think of as being a bitch is a complaining person who's whining, and not for a great reason. Like, obviously, you feel bad when you're sick. We know that. Hearing you talk about it and complain about it and whine about it is what I consider bitchy. And I think bitches can be both male or female, though I think most bitches are male. Oh, man. Yeah. I had that conversation at work about bitches being um, male and female, and it went south really quickly. Oh, no, it will. Most people do not agree with that, and most people will attack you. And I, I get it, and I understand if you're offended by that, me using it. I won't use it around you, and I understand that. But please understand that I am not calling someone a female because I don't think of females as being weak. I think also of, the whole female thing. I'm just, I'm just having fun here, but yeah, no, you know, why don't we uh, call right. women female instead of just calling them women? Um, I don't know. I think that's just the term I prefer. But I mean, yeah, if you want to call a woman a woman, you can call them whatever you want to. If we want to call a woman a woman. <laughs> You can call her what you want to call a woman a woman. You can call a woman a woman. This is America. <laughs> Actually, no, you can't. You can call a woman what she wants you to call her. Let's put it. Let's let's be honest. Like you well, really from, from what I've learned. Over, what I've learned over my past year on Facebook is that like 100 percent of them do not want you to call them females. Ooh, I can see that being a problem. Yeah, I can understand that. And 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 it's to the point now where I'm like. I am pretty like, certain that somebody's going to get written up at work one day because they called somebody a female. Oh, well, apparently you can't call people aunties either. That just popped off this weekend. What? Oh, oh my God. Were you not on Twitter? Just somebody, you know, no. I don't do Twitter. Oh, I don't do Twitter since somebody threatened oh, okay. to come to my house and kill me and my family. Oh, that's right. <laughs> okay. So on Twitter this weekend, uh, somebody was posted something of her at a, a concert, and somebody said auntie levels maxed out or something just kind of complimentary. And then she responded with, I'm not an auntie. And then the rest of Twitter just lost their shit. And it is, apparently it's an insult to be called an auntie now. 
I did not know <laughs> that. It's it just happened. It's okay. Like this just happened. I, this see, weekend. and and here's the thing. <laughs> I always thought it was like if you have a, a friend, a, a a lady friend who's not like a close acquaintance, but they're close enough, and they're older than you. Like you call people sis, or you call people cousins, or whatever it may be. If they're older than you, it's like, hey, auntie. Yeah, exactly. Right. I think the I think the connotation though is I guess because it's being older. I don't know what the person's pro- personal problem was, but then like uh, I don't want to call people out, but someone that we both know pointed out to this person that she had called other people auntie on her timeline and actually like added her. It was like, hey, this is where you said it. And she's like, well, first of all, and then she got all sensitive <laughs> and. Apparently, like auntie is a, a heated word now. Like you can't call someone auntie without like causing some shit. But this fucking fucking I know you want to say it. They just make everything just everything is off limits now. Like what the fuck? Like I can't but, even. Okay, so here's the thing: is there some things that I understand are off limits? Wait, like right. wait, females. Wait, like, wait, wait. Okay, no, please continue, Ashley. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to give you some chance to clarify here because yeah. if you stop, you're in a real dangerous place to be stopped. So get, yeah, get your I clarification mean, in. There's there's things that I understand that could be problematic, like calling women females, like and because like the connotation of saying females immediately makes you ashy, like the moment you the moment. You, <laughs> yeah, you, no, it's 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 clearly like it, it's got a bad connotation, it's particularly in the black community, and I blame Ice Cube. Yes, from Boys in the Hood. Yep, I blame Ice Cube. I mean, it's yeah. not just Boys in the Hood. The dude had a song called "A Bitch Is a Bitch." A bitch ain't nothing but a word to me. Like all these kind of things. But yeah. I was talking with somebody about it a couple weeks ago about how we, and I'm not just talking about black men. I'm talking about black culture and some other cultures who have been listening to hip-hop and all that kind of stuff for the majority of their lives, just culture as a whole who have been listening to hip-hop, we've been marinated in misogyny our whole lives. Like, for some of us... I'm going to tell you. For some of us, I let you talk. You hush. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. (laughs) I'm not going to hush. I'm not going to hush. No, no, I, I, I never really thought about this until Nate Dogg died. Really? That's what you thought? Yeah. That's I about, never re- it never really about. thought about it because um Jay Smooth made a video I think his name is Jay Smooth made a video talking about how like great Nate Dogg was but like almost everything he sang was like super misogynist like but it sounded great so we just kind of roll with it and women oh, yeah. sang it too like Regulate? like his whole, all his verses on Regulator hella rapey. Yeah, I, I mean, girls' cars just, are broken down. Let's stop and see if we can fuck them. Like, <laughs> after we, after we just okay. killed somebody, after we just killed a few people, yeah, like we we're just, just gonna go back to the hotel and like, t- like this that story just doesn't make any sense. But um, like none of that makes any sense. Like they just saw you kill a bunch of dudes and was like, all right, we'll go back to the motel with you. Our car broke down. Really? Really? Yeah. What kind of what, what kind of, what kind of women are these? I, I um, mean, it, it, to go back to my point before we were interrupted by Nate dogginess. Um, <laughs> if you are, I am thirty eight. Oh nigga, 
So, <coughs> thanks. Okay. Thanks. So, I, I was going to say, I, I, I was going to say, I'm 36, so I can't talk shit. I'm I turned 30. I was going to say, at this juncture, if you were 34 or below, your whole life has been with gangster rap as the primary musical yeah, you don't, style you remember, of hip-hop. Yeah, you don't remember when hip-hop actually had, like, a conscience. Yeah. You don't remember the golden age. You don't remember, like, Fly Girl and, and, and the Fat Boys and all that kind of stuff. N.W.A. hit the scene and everything changed. You probably don't even remember when M.C. Hammer wasn't pumps in the bump, man. And to be real, a lot of them probably don't even really remember when N.W.A. like hit the scene. Because like for a lot of young kids, especially at 34, I feel like you're right outside of when they like, you know, who N.W.A. is, but you really only saw the effects. And people are just like. You sit there and you listen to this so long, and, and I mean, I know that there's a lot of adults, and I applaud y'all, the, the older folks who refuse to let their kids listen to hip-hop. I applaud you. My uncle wasn't like that, and my neighborhood wasn't like that. So there was there was hip-hop everywhere you went, and it was N.W.A., and it was Ice Cube and Ice-T and all this kind of stuff. And all of them, no matter what they were rapping about, each had a love song in the middle of their albums where they will let you know that a bitch is a bitch. It don't matter, just don't bite it, all that kind of stuff. And you grew up listening to that, so we now are steeped in a in a culture where we're where in the I mean, we may ride against it, we may rail against it, we may talk about it, but in the back of your mind that's still planted. Like that's still a part of your formative years where it's like, you know what, bitch is just a word. Well, okay, so I'm going to step in here because uh, all words are just words, number one, and it's the intention behind them that has the meaning. We are the one who assign the meanings to words. And I think the, the argument should be made that for most words, or not even most, for all words, the meaning behind them is given by the person who speaks them and by society as a whole. So we culturally are the people who assign meanings to words. So bitch is very much just a word, and I'm not making the argument that you choose to be offended by it. The meaning that gets assigned to it is cultural. And I am willing to admit that culturally, particularly culturally as a black person and in the black culture, bitch, for whatever reason, and I'm not going to blame hip hop here. I think this is something that's just endemic within our culture that is being shown through hip hop. Bitch as a word has become the word that we use towards black women. And I think it's ironic that we use that word towards black women in songs and entertainment and kind of derisively are behind their back, but the majority of black men will not call a black woman a bitch to her face because it's of the strength of it. And I think that's the problem is that we have all assigned this intent to it that if a woman is a bitch, that only a woman can be a bitch and it's only a woman when she's doing these specific things is a bitch. And I think that, I think, and this is just my own personal opinion, so feel free to check me on this. I honestly do feel sometimes that when we refuse to use the word because of that intention, it's like a, it's like approving of that intention for that word and approving of that that meaning for that word. And all I'm doing, and I'm not like saying I'm, I'm an activist or I'm, I'm incredible, but all I'm really doing is when I use the word bitch, I use it the way I intend to use it. And I honestly really do aim it more at men. Because I think ultimately, when we think of the, the weaker of the genders, I think men are the weaker. I think when it comes to the more emotional, the more whiny, the more crybaby, it, it's all men. I have rarely seen what, women complain, but I rarely see anyone really lay down the complaints like men do. So I think of men as all being bitches. 
and I call a lot of men bitches. And if you dislike that, and if you think, well, you're trying to say they're female, are they women? No, because I respect women. I honestly, that's not my intention. However, one last caveat. I will say that because it's not my intention, if I know someone's offended by my using it, I actually do ease back and not use it around women because I know that they can be offended by it. So it, it's it's almost as if understanding that I get to assign intent to words that I have, but also understanding that it's not just what you intend, but what society also assigns to the words as well. I think it's for me, it's just personal. I would not want I think I think it's one of the most ultimate insults um, to call me a bitch. So I just won't call you one and we'll just keep that even. I'll refrain from using it for you if you will refrain from using it for me. And all is right with the world. See, I didn't know that about you. I did not know that you found that to be that insulting. Like I've had yes. people call me a bitch like before. I've had people call me a lot worse. And I, and I, I honestly... I don't give a fuck what you call me. You can call me whatever you want to. Like, I can't control what you think about me, and I'm not going to try to. So you can say whatever the fuck you want to about me. At the end of the day, I know who I am. I know I, what I am, and I know who I am. And I think I that's, a, that's, a tr- that's a trigger for me. And I hate the fact that I just said that because now someone's No, I mean, gonna, I get it. Well, no, 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 I get someone's it. Someone's going to say it, but it, it very much is a trigger for me. Okay. And, and knowing that, as a person who actually cares about you and, and, and about people, I wouldn't, I would not call you that. And, and that's what I'm saying. I think it's, it's, me knowing that the meaning that I use when I use it is not the meaning you use when you use it means that I now try to respect that about you. But no matter work. what, with with everything, intent matters. I um, think it does, so. but I think intent matters, but not as much as the meanings that we culturally and societally have assigned to specific words. So, like, I think I can always make the argument because I am inside my own head what my intentions and what my beliefs and what my core was or what my intention was when I said X, Y, Z. But I feel like society is going to label whatever we say and add attention to it. And if, unless you're willing to fight for, make sure that you are clear about what you intended, then I, I think that's, that's, I think that's where I'll leave it. If you want to use specific words, you need to be ready to fight for them. With the exception of white people saying nigga, you can never say it. It's not yours. You can't have it. It's ours now. Just like this country, motherfuckers. Well, at the in the same <laughs> frame, I would think that there would be some women who would say that they're trying to reclaim the word bitch. And kudos for that. But you're still gonna use it. And I was listening I was or rather I was reading a thing where uh on I think it was uh, Kotaku or Kotaku, sorry. Um, I, I had a coworker named Kotaku Brown uh, back at, at, at when I worked in the in, with the state a couple years ago. So whenever I start to say the way, website, awesome it name, switches. Huh? awesome black exploitation name, Kotaku Brown or Kotaku Brown would be a dope ass exploitation name, like a black exploitation movie. Kotaku Brown, but, like um, I just see him punching people and taking names. But um, on Kotaku, they were talking to gamers um, about why they keep using slurs when they're playing video games homophobic slurs primarily and they were like i don't mean anything by it it's just the way i talk to friends and i I saw tyler the creator say this on an interview as well i don't mean anything bad by it it's just the way that i talk it's a word that i use but i don't mean anything by it again the intent the way i look at intent the the lack of intent to me is the same as saying i don't 
mean anything by swinging this sword around. I'm just getting exercise. If somebody gets close enough to me to get hurt, that's their own fault. I'm not trying to hurt anyone. I'm just swinging this thing. Or 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 I'm just shooting this gun up in the air to celebrate New Year's Eve. I didn't mean to kill anybody. Um and 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 the thing is so many words are now being adopted into that ideology of we're just trying we're just using them to talk with friends and everything that we are using that to cloud who was actually initially offended by the word and we stay focused on the word nigga because that's us you know but bitch female fag homo all these other slurs a lot of folks don't think about them because it's not them and they feel insulated from it because they know within themselves like you said you can call me whatever you want i don't care you're insulated from it but everybody doesn't have that same insulation you know and that's why i'm trying to avoid saying stuff like that huh do you think i'm insulated from it because it doesn't it doesn't touch me so let's remove no bitch no it touches you i think that so you're let's talk like, about let's just go straight to nigga do you think that i'm insulated from nigga because it doesn't touch me no do you think i'm insulated from nigga because i'm less i'm not black or because Lord, no. like, where do you think that insulation comes from then I, and I, this isn't me trying to be confrontational i am actually curious as to where do you think that insulation comes from i think that there's just certain folks who are able to like my mom, when folks used to talk about, when folks used to clown each other at school and they'd be like, yo, mama's this, yo, mama's that, and I get into a fight, my mom would be like, they don't know me. It doesn't matter to me. I think that there's certain people who are able to say that and actually mean it, like actually to their soul believe that, okay, I don't know this person, so their words don't affect me at all. And that's what I mean when I say insulated. Like you have a self-confidence and a self-awareness of yourself to where it's like you don't know me. And you can walk away. Whereas I'm like, you don't know me while I'm rolling up my sleeves <laughs> and yeah. running at you. So um, I, I think it's, it's I will say this. And, and I'm, I, it is it, you can know me and, and say things about me and it, it wouldn't hurt. And, and, and not even like I guess that's, let me, that's not true. You could actually hurt me. But a lot of the insulation for me really does come from. It's just words like and, and it is it is in my mind. I don't give a fuck about words. Because words are exactly that. We they they shift, they change. What the, the what what one word means today is not what it means outside of that. And and I can always put words aside and look at the person. I get upset about what people do, much less about what they say. People say shit all the time, but what people do is what concerns me. So if you're like calling me a nigga, I don't care. You vote for Trump, I care now because now you're active you're actively taking steps. To legitimately like minimalize me and oppress me, so I I'm not concerned about words because I have I feel like words are words. People are always going to say shit to you. People are always going to call you a nigger. People are always going to call you a bitch. People are always going to call you something to other you. That's just that that's that is part of what I was born into, and I've always had to deal with that. Don't give a fuck about that. What I care about is the actions people take to other me. The actions people take to oppress me. And while words are part of those actions, they're the least effective part. And they're the ones that if, if that was all I had to worry about was someone calling me a nigga or someone like like just like being rude to me. And I realized calling me a nigga is not the same as being rude. But, man, 
But if all I had to worry about were people using words against me and insulting me, my life would be way easier. The problem is, is I have to worry about those people using those words to insult me and then all of the actions that underlie those intentions that come from those words. Which is why I will always say, I don't give a fuck about words. I'm not here to argue about, like, like if you want to call, if you want to use the N word, I might punch you in the face. I might not, but I feel like if, if you want to call me a nigga to my face, it's, it's, I assume you're trying to fight me. I assume. But if you're just like, oh, I'm just going to call you a nigga and walk away. Okay. I've had that happen multiple times. Great. Good for you. I'm glad you can say that word. It's the intentions I care about. Two, two things. Um, one, I think that um, when you say, you know, words don't mean anything, it's, it's, I feel that. I can't help but to think about all the incels out there who use the words, the manifesto of Elliot, was it Elliot Rogers? Yeah, Elliot Rogers. Yeah. To build up this whole this is what we're supposed to be doing sort of thing. Like before there were words behind it, they were just in chat rooms and, and out on the streets talking about how they weren't, how they were, weren't able to get any sex and how women didn't like them and stuff. But then once those words were out there, once that manifesto was out there, they had something to ride behind. Um, I think you're, I, I would say this, I think it's the ideology that's dangerous and the words may have been how he was able to share that ideology, but that's, like attacking language for being easy for us to share thoughts. I mean, like it's the ideology that's dangerous and it's the ideology that's, that's terrible. Words aren't because we wouldn't even know, for example, that uh, that was an ideology that existed if it weren't for his little manifesto. We also wouldn't know about really positive ideologies. We wouldn't know about people. Uh, we wouldn't even be able to help people feel safe in certain spaces if we didn't have words. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I get what you're saying. Words and specifically like words that we. But again, I'm, I, what I will say is that we are the ones who are adding the meaning to those words. And because we're the ones who are putting the meaning to those words, it, it's the meaning. It's the ideologies behind it. It's the philosophy behind that. That's the dangerous part. And words are not like words are not endemic to that. So specific words don't immediately mean incel uh, except for the word incel. And even that, as soon as this is a this dumbass phrase is over. Incel is not going to be much more meaning anything else later. I, I guarantee you, in like 200 years, if someone says incel, it's going to mean something else. But just and, and because those, just because it won't mean anything 200 years from now, doesn't mean that a movement wasn't started because of that word. Right, I get that, but it's not the word that started the movement. It's the ideology behind it. They labeled it, and or we labeled it, or someone labeled it. But the ideology, even without the label, still existed before he wrote that. There was still this belief among white males and among males in general that they were old sex, that they were old anything. You said and you said it yourself. They were in these chat rooms and stuff like that before he actually. Right. The ideology exists without the word. Just because we have a label for it doesn't mean the word now is 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 the power. The word has no power to it. It's the ideology behind it. And even if we were like, we'll never say Intel again. That ideology is still there, but until we the, hit the ideology, it never goes away. The way that I look at it is the ideology can be there. With 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 coaching basketball, the ideology of I know how to play basketball is there. The ideology of I want to get better is there. But without a coach stepping up and saying words to you, 
this is what we're working on today. This is what we're well, no, I guess you could just actions yeah, the coach. speak louder, louder than words. <laughs> the coach is the problem here, not the words. Like, again, you're right. Words allow us to communicate in a way that is the most effective, and that is what separates us from the animals. We don't have to rely on grunts and pheromones because we can take really complex ideologies and put them into words and then disseminate them to everyone else who can read them. You're right. It, it is dangerous. Did anyone else just mentally start doing the um, the whale talking from? No, um, no one else did that. No, really? No, you're, you're, you just said so uh, fine. You are not. No, wait, no. You are all alone. No one thinks like you. I know you think it's not true. I can't do it. Rashani's better at that. And I'm, I'm not in the mood right now. Um, yeah, here's the but, thing. Here's but, the other but, thing that the, I was going to say. The coach say. is the problem in that. In that, but in your analogy, and in, in, in that analogy, the ideology and the coach. The coach used words, but you could also say the coach taught his team how to play basketball the correct way, and he used words to teach them how to be champions. Those words aren't the reason they're champions. The coach is. So if you're going to give the coach the credit for the good shit. Give him the credit for the bad shit as well. It's not the messenger. It's the person who made the message. It is the the person who created the message and then decided to give it to everybody else. Words aren't the reason that that happens. They're the facilitators of it, not the problem. The other thing that um, I've, I've, I've come to realize to an extent to myself is that the folks who've always told me that words don't matter to them, the folks who are like sticks and stones may break my bones are generally from the South. My mom was in, uh, in it, Oklahoma. And so, you know, maybe not the South, but close enough. Y'all are generally y'all, y'all came out of the South yeah. And I think that it's something where you have to do that as a defense against all of the latent racism that's already out there. Accurate. I'm in Cali. I wish a nigga would. This is this. literally <laughs> our motto. You drive out in the mountains and the first thing you see is a fist. I wish a nigga would. Welcome to California. <laughs> And so it's like we don't. Did that have, song just pop in anybody else's the, head? Yeah. We don't, we don't have the. It. It's like y'all get inoculated. You know, y'all get um, y'all get the immunizations at a very young age. Unfortunately, I think I think yes because we we have to be taught by our parents to not react when you know get called a nigga or a African booty scratcher and all that other shit. When we're younger, um, what, when you're dark like me, uh, you get called that. Um, I think, I think that is something that's ingrained in us because our parents know it's coming is the, from the moment we go to school is going to be a problem. So they have to basically instill that in, into us early. Yeah, agree. And we don't. Everybody out here wants to get along. And then when you, I think that that's why um, you see Do so many people, really? you see like, so does many every, people out here who grow up amongst a whole lot of, you know, just white folks and 
multi multicultural society or multicultural environment grow up like that and then it's not until we get older that we become like harsher and and more jaded and and just because people it's it's not really until you're an adult that you may leave the area or you may have people who you work with who are from other areas or whatever it may be and so you start getting hit with all this racism and just sexism and misogyny and all that kind of stuff and it just rubs away at you until what you had is gone i will tell you right now i was the the rashani that does the skits and sings all the time and all that kind of stuff that was me when i was a kid that was i was like that growing up and i was like that all the way until i went to college in ohio right across the border from west virginia where they had bumper stickers for sale that says save the world's most endangered species the white male it rubbed against you. There was only six black people at the school. It rubs against you. And, and, and when I came back from that school and all the stuff that happened at that school, I wasn't like I was when I left. It wasn't True possible. Story. I just found out Ohio is not where I thought it was. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I just low-key found out Ohio is next to West Virginia. Yeah, I, and I, Kentucky. I, I, and Kentucky. I just, I just looked it up and I was like, oh, oh shit, I'm dumb. <laughs> Ohio is right there. And people think that it's up there because, you know, Cleveland and all that kind of stuff. They think that it's up there next to those lakes. Yeah, it is. But it stretches kind of far. I really did think Ohio was way for the West. I, I thought Ohio was Illinois, I think. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. From what? No, I'm sorry. I thought Ohio was Iowa. Ohio and Iowa, I thought, because I look at the map of the United States now, I thought Ohio was where Iowa is. God damn, I'm an idiot. Okay, okay, we're back. All right, let's go. And so (laughs) you go somewhere else and you're unaccustomed to this. And it's like, okay, how do I deal with this? And you have to choose. You either gird yourself against it by saying it's just a word or you fight back. People from the South, I think, honestly, are able, again, because they were immunized or immunized at such a early age, you're able to just gird yourself against it or fight back. You can do both while still I, being girded against it, which is a beautiful thing. I, I'm going to I'm going to make a point. Uh, just just one thing I'll say, I because I, I've, I've lived in the South and then I, I moved here. There are way more instances, I think, of racism that happen here that are a little bit more low key that I think, I think because in the South it's so blatant and in your face that when I came here, I was like, Oh no, this is still racist. It's just y'all are trying to be passive aggressive about it. Oh, have you ever been to Boston? No, but I've heard rumors from you. Oh, oh my God! It is it is one the of the most racist places ever. <laughs> but then, if you talk to people who think... live there, same thing. They're like, eh, it ain't that bad. Yeah. Bill Russell, however, who came from San Francisco, was like, this is some bullshit. This is terrible. I'm winning y'all championships. Why are you trying to kill me? Exactly. So the folks who grew <laughs> when... up there were like, y'all need to just you know calm down. It's not that bad. People who come from other areas are like, this is horrible. Like when I was 16, I think, or 17. And we went to Brunswick, Georgia from California. We flew to Brunswick for a family reunion. And a seemed like another 14 or 15-year-old boy was, or kid was working. No, 15-year-old boy was working behind the counter at the mall that we were at. And he was like, I'll be with you boys in a second. And it was like, who the mm. fuck are you calling boy? 
Mm. It was just my brother and I. We dang near got ran out the mall. I had an uh, an ex-family member um, that still used colored from Massachusetts, lived in Massachusetts, and still used colored to describe black people. Mm -hmm. Oh, I I know someone who used to describe, describe black people as Negras. (laughs) That Negroes. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad. I would just laugh. It's like it's like oh look at those niggers down the street. I'm like um, I'm sorry. I'm gonna need you to repeat that. Like <laughs> I'm just, you say niggers with an A. What <laughs> is this? Let the circle be unbroken. <laughs> wow, I, a, a I, I, I shit you not. It was like an old ninety. It was this was when I was a FedEx driver. I was making a stop. I delivered this lady's pills and she used to order pills like every other month or so. And I was making a regular stop with her. I was like, Oh, Hey, miss. And I'm not going to say her name. Oh, Hey, miss. And I'm like, Hey, you know, you know, Hey, I just need you to sign for your package. Like, ah, those niggers down the street. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, those niggers down the street were keeping me up all last night. And I was like, did you say nigger? She didn't say nigger. It's like, ah, and I was like, excuse me. She's like, those niggers. And she pronounced it like negras. And I was like, did you say like negress? Like, I don't know. It's like, you take it a step further. You put an AH on it. Like, I don't know how I am supposed to feel about this. <laughs> like, uh, okay, well, thanks for signing. I'm just going to leave now because there's nothing I can say that's going to change your mind about us Negros. It's, it's wild. And you know what? I think your racism is always the okay racism. Whatever racism you grew up with, that's the racism that you can take the best. Because honestly, I hate the passive-aggressive racism way more than I hate the blatant. I'd rather you be blatantly racist to my face. At least that way we know where you're coming from. It's passive-aggressive bullshit gets on my nerves. See, and I grew up with the passive-aggressive because they knew they get dealt with. So instead of anything else, you got the <laughs> you got the uh, teachers. Instead of having people who were just openly racist to you on the streets, you got the teachers who said Ebonics should be a, a second language and pushing black folks out of the class. We got stuff like that. Yeah. And I can deal with that because I can take that to the courts and win. I can't deal with the in your face, step off the curb when you see me, nigger, kind of stuff. I can't deal with that. It, it, it It's the kind of stuff that will make me want to fight. And there's people who have grown up in places where, you know, maybe they're more accustomed to hearing themselves be called slurs and stuff like that, homophobic slurs or, or misogynistic slurs and stuff like that. But there's a lot of folks who have in this, so I try and show as much respect towards what they may be feeling as possible because I know that there are certain things that may trigger me that doesn't trigger other people, and I know what it feels like to ask them not to do that and to get told, stop being so sensitive. Yeah, so that's, I think, where I would draw. That's why I draw my line. If you legit tell me this bothers me, I'm done. I'm not here to try to make someone feel bad. I'm not here to try to bother someone. And it's an easy thing to just stop using a word. It is so easy to not be a dick. <laughs> yeah, it's an easy thing. It's a really easy thing. Like, my bad. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry that I made you feel bad. I will continue using words that don't make you feel bad. I know a lot of them. I can come up with other words. And I can say the same thing and have, in my mind, have the same intent. Because I, I never say things with a racist or bigoted intent. It's just not something I'm into. But... I feel like if you are the person who's like, well, what are we going to do without these words? That's your problem. 
It's not the per- problem of the person who is offended. Mm-mm. It's your problem now. Now you have to figure out what to do without those words. And if you can't think of anything else, then maybe you should shut the fuck up. And leave. Yeah, maybe you should just shut the fuck up. Not even leave. Just shut the fuck up. You can stay in the same space. No, just shut the no. Fuck up. The, the thing about it is, I, I know that they could just stay in the same space, but there's a lot of folks, and you're seeing it now with um, the whole political battle that's going on around Trump being a nitwit and all that kind of stuff, where folks are like, I'm tired of this PC culture. I'm tired of not being able to say this, that, and the third. If you allowed them to stay, stay in that same space, I had a friend. Let me, let me, let me just put it like this. Let me personalize it. I had a friend. A professor, really good dude, really good dude. I liked him. I've known him for years. He's come to my house. He's met my family the whole nine yards. I've known him for a really long time. But, but he has severe issues with admitting that LGBTQ folks face oppression in this country. He calls a lot of people snowflakes. He will jump into any conversation anytime he saw a post talking about uh, transphobic issues uh, where somebody's uh, a trans woman's getting murdered or something's happening. He would jump in and argue about about religion. I know he's a nice guy, but finally I saw that while he's a nice guy, he still holds some really toxic ideas. I had to block him. Yeah. And also, I don't know if that really makes you a nice guy. If you can't be concerned about another human being's life, if you can't be concerned about another human being who's just trying to live and do it. And like we always talk about the American dream being you get to do what you want. If you can't be concerned about that, then are you really a nice person? And just why are you why are you, why are you overly concerned about something that doesn't apply to you? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like, why are you even trying to argue about it? Like, are you trans? Then shut the fuck up. And you're right. I, maybe it is. It, maybe it should be a shut the fuck up and leave. Because like, if you can't, like, if you if you're just dying because you can't say all your politically incorrect jokes, that's on fucking you, a hundred percent on you. And everybody, every time I hear people talking about like, well, this is my country. I want y'all to go. Nah, Nick, this is our country. And every time you say my, that that means you need to fucking leave. This is our country. Trans people are just as American. Black people are just American. Hispanic people are just American. Muslims are just as American. Everyone who was born in this country is just as American as you are, motherfucker. So if you have a problem, then maybe you should leave. I'm, I'm with Rashani now. Fucking leave. Just fucking shut the fuck up and leave. Like Russia's taking, Russia's accepting last I heard. You can go there. It's just. As long as you got some information. UPS is hiring, motherfuckers. It's, it's like, um, it's like, it's like that scene in Drumline where you can come, you can come to the other band. Uh, which, you know which what? I got Scar, for, I am which so I got glad you said that. Classic. I am so glad you said that because of that's a you. Very relevant. Because that's of a very you, relevant reference, by the way. <laughs> I'm really enjoying that. <laughs> because of you, Scar, I started watching Marching Orders on Netflix. I uh, liked it, but it was too short. Why is it every episode short. ten minutes long? What, That's for real. It was too short. Yeah. Oh, I should have watched, watched it. it. I didn't want to watch. I was like, I, I watched watch it all the way through again. yesterday at work. I was no, watching. not yesterday, day before yesterday. And I know that this is your thing, so I was thinking about you while I was watching, it, and I was like, I, I feel like they could have done more. Uh, but then, but then also, what bothered me was. Um, this all everything was uh the band camp and everything leading up to them going to Queen City mm-hmm. in 2016. 
And I'm like, why is this two years late? Because Queen City would be, you know, Queen, the, the Queen City, if they hadn't moved and canceled it for a year because they're moving to Houston, um, Queen City, that was two years ago. Why, why did it take so long for this to come out? Uh, distribution was an issue, I suppose. Maybe they didn't film it for Netflix, but they filmed it and then couldn't find anyone who, who was willing to take a shot at it. That's possible. They, they may, they very well may have filmed that on spec. And then what you're saying, tell me that there's a 10 minute episode makes me They're think that 10, they filmed 10 that on 12 minutes. Yeah, yeah, that makes that sounds like somebody filmed that on spec, and they're like, "Well, we just put it on the web. We'll put it anywhere. We just gotta film this." But I, I will say, um, "Let's Go Wildcats" is one of the greatest songs ever. I get, I cannot feel bad when "Let's Go Wildcats" is playing. I love I you, Star. I love you, man. I, I can't. I just can't. And the, the, "Let's Go Wildcats" is so great of a band song that EA Sports kept that song around even when they got rid of all of the black schools out of their games. They used it for fucking Kentucky. Ugh. Fucking for, for, Like, for, why are you uh, happy about that? That's fucking cultural appropriation. I'm, well, no, I'm not happy about it. I like the song. I actually... <laughs> you, you love the song so much, like, you know, they stole it, but I'm just happy. That's how good it was. They stole it. I'm just... It's so good, they stole it. <laughs> they kept that shit... They kept that shit after they got rid of all of the black schools. Like and and used it for like a NCAA basketball um, promo for Kentucky. Like I, no, they got rid of all of the they got rid of all of the AA schools, um, including all of the black schools. But they 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 just all the black schools are AA schools, right? Are there any like uh, HBCUs that are like one A? I think like Howard. Yes, maybe? There, Howard are, there, there are there are. There are a few that ju- uh, that that have moved up. Like Hampton is not is not anymore. They're what, they left the Miac. Yeah, um, Hampton left left the Miac. They're in some small conference that no one fucking knows about. But like, there are a few schools that did move up out of Double um, A or FC FCS. It's called now. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is anymore. Yeah, I think it might be FCS. I think you're right. So, but yeah, I but I I just can't feel bad. I it, no matter what, I when that song comes on, even when I have my um my whatever music player I'm using on shuffle, I do have that song on my music player when it comes on. I am I am instantly back. It don't matter how how I'm feeling. Let's go, Wildcast is just a greatness, sir. Sir, that's what's up. Uh, it it just I was watching it last night and I'll probably finish it out today or someday soon. Um, it, I I really enjoyed seeing how coaching is in other events, you know, and how much work goes into uh, preparing for those for for band. Like I didn't think. <laughs> shout out to Wells, Virginia native, Smithfield represent. The fuck. Um. I didn't. <laughs> he's from. The, he's from the other side. He's from. I didn't know anything in that. I didn't know anything in that shout out either. That sounded like a shout out to gang members. Give it a shout out. It like a shout out to gang members. Give to the other gang bangers. Shout out to little cutie. He's their band director, but he's from the other side of the bridge from Newport News. Shout out to little Roro from West Point Hill. Uh, shout out to to Fifi over in. <laughs> Over in Mason Court. Shout out to Little Half Dad. Uh, shout out to my nigga Man Man. Shout out to uh, Clonstra. 
I swear um, you were just making to have that shit up. None of those places or people exist. <laughs> <laughs> if there was a nigga named Kleinster, I would really want to meet him. <laughs> like, how would you get that name? <laughs> Kleinstra. <laughs> Kleinstra. Like, like, that just sounds like somebody hit all the keys on the keyboard at the same time. <laughs> But the, the CL at the beginning of a name is truly a Southern thing. Yeah, Cleophis. Oh, my God. I love that name. I know a nigga. <laughs> I, got a, I, I got a partner from high school named Clavin. I got what? a nigga from high school named Cleophis. <laughs> Clavin? Clavin. What? what? Is, was he a twin and his brother was named? like Clayton? Yeah. Like, was he a twin? Clavin and Clayton. Like Clayton is a legit Southern name. I know a dude named Clayton. I know a dude named Clay actually is. Well, his full name is Clayton, but he goes by Clay. That's hella Southern. Yeah. What is up with us and CL names? I don't know. Huh. I never noticed that before. But another, yeah. Another thing in the South, um, all of the cities being named Borough something, something Borough. Oh, or after Greek uh, cities, so like Athens, Decatur. Well, that's Georgia. And and Alabama. There's an Athens, Alabama. There's an Athens, Mississippi. There's an Athens, Georgia. Like that whole swath. There's a Decatur, Mississippi. There's a Decatur, Georgia. There's a Decatur, Alabama. I swear. There's there's Greek cities all throughout. Atlanta. Yeah. Wait. Is Atlanta? Uh, Yeah. Never mind. (laughs) Yeah. I think that there's there's a a Sparta somewhere too, right? Yeah. There's a Sparta. There's a Sparta. There's a Sparta, Alabama too. I think. There's a Sacramento, Pennsylvania. There's not a Sparta, Alabama. I think it's just in Georgia. There's a Sacramento, Pennsylvania. Oh, really? And there's a Hollywood, Maryland. That seems misleading. Which makes me wonder who named it first. I was I was confused for a minute on Coach Carter when they when they were in Richmond. Richmond, California. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) you got to (laughs) clarify. You got to (laughs) clarify. Ain't no palm trees in rich. Oh, California. Okay. <laughs> I was confused. Straight. Confused. You know, another Southern thing that I had, I talked to someone about on Twitter this week, and I'm curious to get Scar's reaction to this and also yours, Rashani. No, you're not. Peanuts and Coke. What? Yes. Exactly. So your reaction should be like, wait, what? So in the South, you get, you buy a Coke and you buy like a, a pack of peanuts. Pour the peanuts into the Coke and then you drink and eat the peanuts. What? As- Coke. Yes. Have you that's, never heard this? That is normal. That is very normal. It's not even. It's like right. Like the word that Scar just used should tell you everything about it. He didn't say that. <laughs> do he said that's normal. Oh. <laughs> that is that is not. As soon as you said that, I was just like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, and, and also, Scar, have you done this? I have not. It's I not my. Done. It is not it my. It is game. disgusting. It is not. It is a bad. It's a. It's a choke hazard waiting to happen. <laughs> Yo, I, w- I would tell you what's a thing. Uh, what's a thing uh, that I didn't know was a thing until I met my girlfriend. Uh, boiled peanuts oh, in a God. can. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can go to any gas station and just grab some boiled peanuts, bro. But it's <laughs> but like I'm. I'm not a fan of trying of eating things that are uh, considerably slimy. Oh my god, they're disgusting. But you can eat the like. There's also deep fried peanuts, but that's that's not really southern, I don't think. I think that's that's everywhere, right? Because you've had a deep fried peanut before, right, Rashani? Mm-hmm. Did you know that they existed? Mm-hmm. So it's it's the entire peanut, so the shell and all. They fry that entire motherfucker and eat mm-hmm. all. Of it. 
and then my, my coworker, my coworker is like goes gaga over um uh gizzard uh fried gizzards and oh chicken God, livers. I fucking love gizzards. Don't get me and like I have never are the best. Yeah, I never really heard of that anywhere else. I don't even know if that's a thing everywhere else. Nah, Ezel's has gizzards and livers. They're upon request though. Like they don't really I don't think they I think they're on the menu. They're not like secret menu or anything. But yeah, I get I get livers from Ezel's like on a regular basis. I love them shits, man. My crew don't go for that. Nobody I will say this. No gizzards are I tried to like introduce an exit to gizzards. And gizzards, if you're hearing this, you're like, Oh, I'll give this a shot. Gizzards are like the worst part of of the chicken to eat. It's chewy as fuck. It's not just it's not like delicious. It's the only part of the chicken that does not taste like chicken. Right. But I eat some. I fucks with them hard. And liver, ah, wah, fuck hard with liver. It's just I don't know what it is I like about it, but I, I think it was I was a baby and my parents were like, here, eat this shit, and now I like it. Mm. I haven't had any. I hadn't. I haven't had any liver in quite some time. Last time I tried to have some, it was just like I was like, "Oh, I don't have a problem with liver." And then I went to eat it, and it was like, "No, I do." Um, I haven't had. I haven't had fried chicken livers in a long time though. Uh, it's, I, I I will say this: it's been like maybe six months, so I haven't. I've been to Ezel's back and forth, and because I can afford chicken, <laughs> but I mean, like, I've been to Ezel's back and forth, and I always get chicken. It's not that I, I get lizard livers are one of those things I think I get when it's like it's like a snack I guess like uh, I don't really want to eat a full thing of chicken but I got a couple of minutes let me eat some livers in this car ride home. Yeah, I'm gonna say this. I was at uh, Golden Corral yesterday and I saw the most miraculous thing. Um, there was a line for the chicken, the fried chicken. And in this line, there was a little bit some of everybody. Um, there, you know, it was it was by half black people. There was some Latino gentlemen waiting for the chicken, and there was there was a um a, a Middle Eastern lady waiting for the chicken. Uh, it was like it was. <laughs> Like, fried chicken, we all love fried chicken, nigga. That, exactly. That's not a stereotype. We all you, love fried chicken. You know how you know everybody loves fried chicken because when you are waiting in line for that new pan of fried chicken to come out, and oh, the person nigga. who's first in line takes like six or seven pieces, nigga, everybody behind them is starts protesting. In Motherfucker, you better yeah, put like yeah, that, five pieces that, of that chicken that back. Lady, the lady who was first in line took all the wings. All oh, of her. Mm-mm. Fuck you! Oh my god! You know what? That's why I don't go to buffets. Actually, that is really why I don't really fuck with buffets anymore. It used to be like that for us, but it wasn't chicken. It was we would go to seafood buffets. That shit always be out of stock, bro. Somebody would take all the crab and just sit down. And they'll be like, and would have like two or three plates at the table with just fucking crab. Like you know what? Go fuck yourself. Exactly. Ah, uh, like you see these hungry children here. They deserve crab too. They're 19. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and give us some crap. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I, that is actually low key. Why I don't go to buffets like that disappointment of the empty, like, especially if you go to a buffet that's like understaffed where they have like two dudes, like shuffling out the plates, bruh, that disappointment or like having to sit at the buffet and like, I right, sit like near it and just wait to see it put on a new plate. I'd rather just order. 
I know it's, it's super inexpensive. I get it, but I'd rather just order. Yeah, I'm with you. It wasn't my choice to go there. Because, um, was it Old Country Buffet still exists in the South? Um, a lot of them have closed. There are, there are some that have like a derivative of the name still. Yeah, like um, but I don't think, or... yeah, I don't think yeah. the official, I don't think the official is, is around, especially not in my area anymore. So Man, I remember when that place first opened and that shit was like gangbusters, bro. You couldn't get in there. You could not. It was it was a line out the block. Like I shit you not, you would have to wait in line outside the building to get into a buffet called yes. Old Country Buffet. Yes. With the weakest cornbread muffins known to man. Hometown buffet is the worst buffet in the world. It is, like, and, and if, I don't understand why we were so into it. Yeah, if you go there, it's like you're out of ideas. Well, I think it's like the same thing with like with Cheddar's. If if you know the the legend of Cheddar's. Does, no. Has anyone else heard of Cheddar's before? No. I love Cheddar's. What are you talking about? Y'all right. So I think that's why I, th- I think it's the same deal. It's like it's it's uh it's price mar is marginally priced food. So it's priced that like you can walk out, you can spend like ten to fifteen dollars, and both both of y'all who showed up can walk out full. And like that's what the appeal was. It was like you could take someone there, and y'all could both, even if you had a family, you could like walk out without breaking yourself, essentially. God, you like order the fucking, onion rings? They give you a fucking, I don't even, like a bushel of onion rings, bruh. Like, that's the only thing that Cheddar gives you a bushel of, though. Let's, let's be real. Those entrees are sparse. Um, no, because I usually get the, 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 the shrimp and chicken tenders little oh, okay. platter thing, and I'm yeah. usually pretty good. See, like, I always get, like, so, like, the last thing I think I got from Cheddar's, and this, I haven't been to a Cheddar since I was in Alabama, so that, please know this is, like, five years old. So the last thing I got from Cheddar's I remember was like catfish and they gave me like half a filet and I was pissed. I was yeah. I I remember being angry like what the fuck is this? Like this isn't even like a filet, it's half a filet, motherfucker. Like what is this? I remember being angry about that. But but typically when I order what I order, they usually go a little bit ham on the chicken tenders and yeah. very light on the shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> Two shrimp, six tenders. <laughs> right. I usually got to order extra shrimp. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I'm gonna need you to put some more shrimp on this. <laughs> put some, put some more. I don't know. I thought put more respect on my name. And I thought so, throw some D's <laughs> on that. <laughs> but put some which is still the greatest song like, ever. It's still uh, throw some D's is still greatness. I I don't I don't know why I've heard it at least three times in the last two weeks. I was and, watching that horrible Last Chance You season three and they played it when the white dude who's from compton so that means that he talks black i hated that guy i hated him so much but he bought a cadillac is, and they started is that the, is that the guy is that the guy that y'all say it sounds like michael rapaport he looks like him too he looks like him too oh he looks like him he sounds like him and he would he would blame everything on the kids when they were losing and take all the credit when they were winning he talked horribly about them he was just a horrible person and it makes me wonder like is this i I really want to ask people now i really want to ask football players and i did a poll but not a lot of people responded to it football players did your coach yell at you during football practice like is that a requirement for football because of the basketball coach i don't need to yell 
I got a whistle. Bruh, like, watch fucking... You've seen Friday Night Tikes before, right? Yeah, no, yeah. That's that's a football practice. That's because, not a... Because, that's, because football is war. No, it's not. It really isn't. It's a goddamn game. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a goddamn game like everyone else. It's not a fucking war. Like, people don't die in football. Like, people die in war. <laughs> yeah, I just thought about that. Ray Lewis killed someone. <laughs> but the point... <laughs> <laughs> As he, just, he, he just got the he just got the Hall of Fame. Actually. Oh, that thirty uh, that thirty minute ass speech, man. Fuck him. No, I want to talk he did over that goddamn Hall of Fame. I fuck him. I got five minutes into that bullshit. I was shout, like, no. Shout to Randy Moss though. Yeah, 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 buddy. I know he pissed a lot of people off, but yeah. you know what? It's I'm I'm in the Hall of Fame, nigga. Fuck you. Well, the thing that killed me about Randy Moss was I was watching him stand up to accept his Hall of Fame, like looking at his bus, and then they switch to the crowd and they show all these like, like people and like Minnesota Vikings, like purple and crying because they're all excited for him. And I was like, weren't y'all the same motherfuckers who were talking shit about him when y'all play, when he played for y'all? Weren't y'all the ones who kind of ran him out of town because y'all felt like he didn't do enough, like he wasn't trying hard enough? Like what? What? What were y'all the ones calling him nigga when he went to uh, New England? How come y'all are y'all on board for him now? Exactly. Uh, that's what I want to know. Yeah, the same motherfuckers that got that got mad when he pretended he pantomimed mooning people. Right. Like y'all, it's, it's like it's it's just that that mentality that that bothers me. Where it's like, yeah, it's, it's like what Rashani's saying. Like as soon as. The chips are down. Y'all ain't down for nobody. As soon as someone kneels and says, hey, there's social injustice, y'all like, fuck him. But everything good that that person accomplishes that you had nothing to do with, you want to take all the credit for that bullshit. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck the Cowboys as a staff record label and a motherfucking crew. Oh, fuck them forever. Fuck them and the NFL forever. Forever. I was talking with a I was talking with a guy who um. A Uber driver. I was I took an Uber because we just had a, a litany of car issues recently. So I dropped the van off at the shop and took an Uber back home. And um, the dude, really nice dude, was talking to me and he was like, "Yeah, man, he, he's he's a Patriots fan, I guess." And he was like, "Yeah, man, when we went undefeated that season, I was like, yeah, that was dope. I was like, that was the season y'all had Randy Moss on your team." He was like, yeah, I was so happy we lost to the Giants because Randy didn't get a championship. Oof. <laughs> like, is it not, like, every time someone tells me, like, I see stuff, like, people are like, oh, don't forget, love is stronger than hate. I think about stuff like that. Like, people who hate Randy Moss so much that they didn't love their team enough to see them get a Super Bowl. Like, or people who hate fucking black people so much that they love the fact that Russia is interfering with our, our elections. Like, I know that we want to have the, the narrative that love is stronger than hate, but I don't see a lot of factual evidence for that. Yeah, there's none. I like the narrative. It makes me feel warm inside. That shit ain't true, though. Not at all. I'm just, I'm still just sitting back and watching all these people who are like, I don't like LeBron James at this juncture. <laughs> I don't, I don't get I'm it. Sorry. Like, like 45 tweeted, 45 tweeted, tell me something. I like Mike. Maybe you'll sit your orange ass down somewhere. LeBron James is like, 
what exactly can y'all say y'all dislike about me? I've won in the NBA. I I I built schools. I've never gotten in trouble. I've done all this stuff that y'all say Father black men don't do. Bothered to my children. I married my high school sweetheart. And y'all are mad at me because I went on TV to say where I was going to play. No, the the current dislike of him is because and and Stan, raised and raised like was it the, between three and eight million dollars for charity in doing that TV yeah, show? It has a, has a foundation that is going to be and that money, by the way, is going to be sending every child who graduates from his school to college. Mm-hmm. And, and the school in the school is designed to help the children who are falling behind. And they're rounding up those children first and starting them in that school. Which is insane when you think about it. And like that's actually, in. in my opinion, really changed the way that athletes are like, you know what, we can do that too, because now the Jordan brand is uh giving kids full ride to full rides to college. Well, yeah. apparently he was already doing that, it just wasn't publicized. Um, but like, you know, there's there's a few there's a few like um Jalen yeah, Rose, Rose. Has a school. I want to give um, shots out to David Robinson who did it all before social media. Hundred percent. David Robinson was just like, you know what? We need this in San Antonio. And he just opened up his own school. So You know, yeah. we don't have we don't have that guy on the show that always every time you mention someone that they, they mention their nickname. That sure that's gonna I'll be, be that dude. I'll be that dude. I'm I'm in for that. You mean the Admiral? Yes, I do. Well, all right then. <laughs> but um like shout out to him who who I mean, look, can I also say this? Okay, so I was thinking about this, and then I was like, eh, and then I was like, yeah, it's accurate, though. There's a lot of folks out there, a lot of kids who don't have daddies in their lives, right? A lot of absentee fathers out there in the world right now, and, and it's it's a it's a thing. It's, it's a bad thing, but it's a thing. However, with that said, there are certain places where if you had an absentee father, I feel strongly that you should shut the fuck up. Such as, for example, if your daddy was a six foot nine inch NBA all star or a NFL superstar and you grow to be six foot ten and go play in the NBA, Jalen Rose, you can't really complain <laughs> about your daddy not being around. You know, LeBron, you should probably be thanking your pops. You should probably be thanking Thank your you for daddy for what he life. did in your life, even though he wasn't <laughs> in your life. I just feel that way. I like that you're you're like, look. If your absent father was motivation for you to become a better person, don't complain about it. <laughs> if you, no, no. If your dad, if your absentee father was the genetic blueprint for you being six foot ten. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah, that's not genius. what you say about that. It's like, well, he was never in my life, but. Fortunately, I grew to be 6'11 and became one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Like, okay. NBA All-Star. But, like, for every person who's 6'11, there's that dude who's 5'4 whose dad was a piece of shit. That's when you can be like, my dad was a piece of shit. But when you are a billionaire because your daddy played in the NBA and so you got all this stuff, like, like. (sighs) Why don't he help me? Your daddy loved you enough to actually provide you with the spring fibers to be able to dunk at the age of nine, nigga. Yo, Bron- <laughs> Bronny dunked in a game, bruh. I know. He's 13. 
right? Uh, I thought he was 14. Goddamn. No, I <laughs> thought he was a, he's a seventh grader. That's 12. Goddamn. He's 12. No, he might be 13. He might be like, like we're, we're halfway through the year. Here's the thing about so Kid Awesome. He's a sixth grader, but Kid Awesome is on the earlier side of it, so he's turning 11 in tomorrow. Yeah, like there, there's a lane where, where Braun can be 13, where if he just turned 13, I mean, for all intents and purposes, he's 12-year-old. But, yeah, that's insane, bro. My son is going to be a 17-year-old freshman in college. I just realized that. Like, when Kid Awesome gets there, he's going to be a 17-year-old freshman or in the NBA, LeBron. Nice. But look, let's also give that to LeBron. He was a 17-year-old who came into the NBA and had no issues. None. None. Well, his hairline was, has been an issue. His I mean, hairline's problematic. <laughs> I'm sorry. Someone's got to take a shot it, at I mean, it's, I mean, it comes and goes. It comes and goes. By the way, when you talk about LeBron, do you mean the king? But the fact that he was able to rebuild <laughs> just shows. <laughs> I'm just saying, though, like there are certain people who I'm like, man, your dad's never been around, huh? That's fucked up. You six foot nine, huh? Living the nice houses, right? Okay, your dad's never around. I mean, there's other fathers who... Or other parents who were just like never there because they're away on business and all that, and they are literally never there, military, all that kind of stuff. And I feel worse about them than I do about some of the parents who have just bestowed their kids with like insane abilities. Because <laughs> my dad, before he left, he did not acquire, he did not give me any skill points. Like, like on Fallout Four, <laughs> where before you come out of the 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 vault, they have you put what you what you're good at, build up your stats in this area. My dad just hit random and dipped. What? I can't play saxophone. I can't play piano. I'm six one. What the fuck, Dad? I can talk. <laughs> <laughs> I am a fast talker, and I will lose my hair. What'd you give me, Dad? What'd you acquire? Oh, oh, oh! You put all the points okay. on my brother. Six Typically, foot five can dunk. Genetically, the losing of the hair comes from your mother's side, though. No, it doesn't. I see my grandfather's. My grandfather on my mother's side had a full-on afro. My grandfather on my dad's side, or my 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 grandfather on my dad's side, has that strip going right down the middle of his head, just like I'm growing. Also, I would like to add this little piece of evidence: both of my grandfathers balding before they were thirty. Shut up, Jay. Me at thirty-six, lustrous full head of hair. Shut up, Jay. <laughs> I, know, I don't right? know if genetics even has anything to do with it, bro. I think we just think it does. I think it's just you just rolled some dice and didn't make it. <laughs> I feel like you tried to roll a seven and you fucked around and rolled three. Why don't you just shut up, Jack? I know, right? Because of my shit thinning up front, like hey. shit. I, I'm about I'm about to have a McDonald's symbol in my in uh, on the top of my head. It's not. Hey, Scar. Not how difficult would it be for you to fly from Virginia to Seattle in January? Difficult. I don't think it would be very difficult, other than the fact that I've never been on a plane. What? Wait, for reals? I've never been on a plane. Oh, dog. Wait, so what do you know about flying on planes? <laughs> Snakes are on there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I only know uh, chew bubblegum. <laughs> like, that's all I really know. And if you get really uh, lucky, there's a mile high club in the back. Nah, nigga, that's impossible. I don't know how anybody fucks in, in those the bathroom. bathrooms. 
I can't even pee in those bathrooms for real. Like I, I've had to take a shit on the plane before and I couldn't, I couldn't get physically down enough to take a shit on the plane. Like it's not enough space. I feel like, I feel like the next airplane should just take out one row of seats and just make the bathroom just a little bit bigger. Just just make, no, just take out an entire row and then just like bring the bathroom over that entire row so Mm -hmm. that you have full fledged, you can stand up in this motherfucker. (laughs) I don't have to like, have my, was, I already, I guess it also, I would like to see the planes get a little taller. Cause like the plane for me, uh, the ceiling is right about my nose. So I can never stand up straight on a plane. That's one issue, but just give us a full space bathroom. So we don't feel like we're fucking animals, man. Like it shouldn't be the bathroom right now is like two seats worth of space, right? Mm-hmm. A toilet and a sink and two seats worth of space is bullshit. You need to give us like a a bathroom that let us like let me I want to I should be able to lay down in the bathroom right like ah I don't feel good I'm gonna lay down on the floor that's the bathroom I want I want a bathroom I can throw up in the toilet in and sprawl out behind and people can see my feet sticking out from behind the stall and be like are you okay I want that in my my airplane bathroom I I just wanted it to like have air freshener because niggas be blowing it up and then leave and you get that seat all the way in the back and it's Wait, just like you gotta freshener? sit you in mean, it you mean pine saw something it's pine saw's not an air freshener it's a cleaner but it smells like pines right sometimes sometimes it smells like whatever color the pine saw is isn't pine saw ammonia <laughs> uh maybe it could be well, I, I actually don't know is it I don't know what's in pine saw what is in pine saw? <laughs> and why is it called pine saw? I knew an old nigga that used to like wash all his clothes in pine saw. I want y'all to know. Um, that. My sister, my sister, my stepsister is uh, that she's that person. She loves the smell of pine saw. No, I mean, and like, will even wash her clothes in it. Yes. Wash his clothes in it. That shit is insane. Yes. So, so Scar, you 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 would be able to make it out here then, or make it out to Seattle? I think so, but it, that all really depends on Christmas. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's a, that's a lot of this shit, like that and MAGFest and stuff like that, it's right after Christmas. And I, tend to go, I, and, and, and I tend to go overboard when it comes to Christmas for my, for, for Pooh Bear, you know? What the fuck is Juice? The fuck is MAGFest? Music and Gaming Festival is held in the National Harbor, usually, uh, in, uh, right after New Year's. So really, you can drive there. Yeah, oh, the, I have drove to MacFest. Yeah, yeah, so why why does that cost money? Um, Driving still costs money. Well, yeah, I'm talking. He's saying yeah, like and because the, the MacFest won't be able to make it out to Seattle. Oh, don't worry hotel, about that. No, 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 no. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about like you know, going overboard in December doesn't bode well for January. Okay. Well, I mean, I'll say this: like, you don't have to worry about the hotel because I live here. You can stay with me. Yeah, because PodCon is in January. Yep, and we're trying to be at PodCon. Yep, for my birthday. Turn up. Oh shit! Is your birthday January eighteenth? Oh, PyCon's also, 8th. I guess PodCon's the nineteenth okay. and the twentieth. Turn so up. I have something to tell both of you, but I don't want to say it on the show. You got. So I'm, gonna, I'm gonna type it. I'm gonna type it into the chat. You can't. Do not say this just yet. Okay. I'm typing it into the chat. I'm, you know you shouldn't even talk about this on the show, right? Because now they're going to be like, what did he talk about on the show? I mean, I'll talk about it later. Okay. Uh, Meanwhile, I'm going to talk about Girl Strip again. Girl, it's a booty hoe. Oh. 
Okay, so now that you know. Oh. That's just for you. Uh, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> I need you to calm. I need you to bring. So we're not saying anything at this point because of a certain situation. I'll talk to you about it later. Yes, that's awesome. I am too. <laughs> so thank you. All right. So now let's let's continue like nothing happened. So January, you say? Yes. <laughs> baby, yeah. Baby, yeah. No, baby. I'm I'm super excited. But January, uh, I'm excited for PyCon because uh, <laughs> in January I will be like halfway through a season of um, I Died Before It Was Cool, which I'm excited about. Um, and you guys can totally be here in January, which would be awesome for Rashani's birthday. Word up. It got, it got hella quiet. Why did it get so quiet? I don't because know. Because I can't say what I'm gonna say. I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know how to deal with this right now, man. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I was I was trying to catch y'all before we started recording, but we started recording and I didn't get a chance to. I don't know, man. I don't know. I see how people <laughs> go to jail now because they just like I don't know, man. I don't know. You gonna tell us what happened. I don't know, man. I don't know. Tell us I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm sitting there rubbing my hands, they all sweaty. Grew <laughs> up last night, mom's spaghetti. <laughs> Oh no, man! So, um, and storytellers will be at PyCon. That'll yeah. be dope. Storytellers are gonna be at PyCon. Uh, I'm trying to. I have not talked with Shanta yet about getting single simulcasts uh-huh. out to PodCon, but I have signed up all of our podcasts to be at PodCon. Dope. Like on a panel. I'm in. So, um, I think it will be. I said that the um. I said this: uh, the Dream Team should be on a panel about talking about difficult topics, um, building community. Um, that's about yeah, it. Difficult topics, for real. I mean, like, I feel like we we walk into minefields on purpose, right? <laughs> so, like we we wade into them shits. Like, you know what? I you know what? This is what I think about using the word bitch. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> we just we just run straight into that shit. Like, let's let's do this. We're going to have a real conversation about this. <laughs> it's because there are too many of us to be able to back back out of the conversation. If there was only two of us, maybe we could back out. When there's three, one of us would be like, nah, I feel some nope. way about this. Nope. Here we go. <laughs> it's, it's, it, and you know what? I, I will say this. It's probably my favorite part about this show is that like we have never we have we have never like walked away from like legitimately having a conversation about something that we should talk about. We have never walked away from being like, nah, we won't talk about that. But we, we go in blindly and, and dumbly. dumbly. <laughs> and I love it. Just completely dumbly. <laughs> I love it. I love it every time. We go in blindly with open hearts. Like, <laughs> the best of intentions. And it's just, it's just We come blind. in like that Creed song with arms wide open. <laughs> Ooh, we can't talk about that one. Clear eyes and open hearts. And it's just, boom, 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 boom. Like, oh, God. Oh, God. Can't Why lose. Yes. We walked exactly. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> Clear minds, open hearts, can't lose. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> With arms wide open. Oh no! Oh my god! Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! Oh my god! His neck is broken. <laughs> we can't. We can't. We can't talk about arms wide open, please. Can we move away from that one, please? Hey, give me some context. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. I, I got it. Context. We walked. Why in. am I avoiding? We walk into this conversation in the arms of the angels. No, it doesn't work, Scar. 
Uh, it doesn't. That Creed but, song just has to be perfect. Why are we backing away from that song, Scar? Yeah, like I, I'm just curious as to why. Because it's because it was around the, it, it it came around the time of my son. Ah, I feel that. Okie dokie. Love you, Jason. Cool. Was, no further words. Bir- See, whose whose birthday whose birthday is the day before yours? Yep. And I feel him strongly. I I would I. I keep thinking that he would be like kind of like you. And I hope that... not, dog. I am not that good of a person. I just seem like it for social media purposes. Jay met me in real life. <laughs> like just just the the idea that he would just burst into song at any moment. Jay I will met say me this. in real life, yes, dog. I he came into he, his he... house, took over his house, and started talking <laughs> shit about the shows he was watching. Yeah, me and my girlfriend having a great date night, just sitting around watching a movie together. Shani came in, take a shit on that movie. I went to a restaurant with him. He started singing. Uh, actually, both were singing. Um, fucking was it Tears for Fears? Uh-huh. Everybody uh huh. Everybody wants to rule the world. Walked out of the restaurant with his food. Walked back into the restaurant for the chorus of "Everybody Wants to Rule the World." <laughs> yeah. Confusing everyone in the I, restaurant. Everyone in the restaurant was like, "Why is he back in here?" Because we were the only black people there. I went to Lebra. I went to Hot Topic yesterday, and um, Wait, of course, <laughs> yes, Wait. I went to Hot Topic um, because. I needed some, yeah, I needed some cooler t-shirts for my daughter okay. because, I, I, okay. cause she's, she's aged out of kids clothes. So we can't get like Minecraft shirts and shit like that in Walmart anymore because she's in juniors. Um, so I was like, hot topic. Like they got like adult t-shirts with like video game shit and anime shit and all of that kind of stuff that she's into. So we're in hot topic. And, um, like, of course, like, of course, there's like some Lincoln Park playing and stuff like that. So I'm kind of mumbling <laughs> that. Um, but then. <laughs> But then, like, when uh, she was trying on the T-shirts and we made sure we got the right size, uh, Hemorrhage came on. Uh, and that's my jam. I will sing the fuck out of that anywhere. Like, it doesn't matter. Is that Hemorrhage? In my head. Yes. In my head again. That's Hemorrhage, right? I, I, was, I was singing the fuck out of that. And the, uh, the guy that worked there was like... He's like, hell yeah, dude, sing that. Um, and I was like, yeah, that's my that's my karaoke song. I was like, I got a perfect on karaoke revolution on on expert. Damn it! <laughs> like I was thinking the fuck out of that shit. I ain't give a fuck. Yeah, no. That, I mean, there's times when that should happen. But just in case you're thinking Rashani's not who he he says he is, he is exactly who he is. And honestly, like by the way, we we love having you here. By the way, like even though we, even though I gave you a hard time about know, taking the shit on our like I said, we love having you here. I just I really back. wish. That I have been able to have Jordan over there more so than y'all could have met because y'all live so close to each other. Yeah. Well, he's on a, he, I don't know. I mean, no offense to Jordan. I love him, but I don't take the ferry to meet anybody. No, <laughs> no, but he will because he's constantly, but the thing is, he, he's like the manager of the golf club on Bainbridge. So he doesn't have time to like. No, no. Yeah. No. Yeah, like, and like so the, the thing is, all of his friends have scattered to the four ends of the the four corners of the United States. Yeah. So. Amazon. I'm like well, the closest one in Cali. So. And all true. I mean, I'd be willing to hang out with him, honestly. I guess I just need to try to connect with him. I'm kind of terrible about that. I haven't really been going to do stuff because, you know, writing. Yeah, I feel you. Um. I just, it's, it's the only thing that I'm scared of about going up to PodCon, that weather last year was such an anomaly for December and January. Uh, (laughs) You worried you might get some. It was like three days of like 65. Oh, it was gorgeous. And like sunny. 
didn't rain that weekend you were here, mm-hmm. which was shocking as shit to me, because mm-hmm. it had rained every fucking day before that for the last six months. <laughs> <laughs> and I was about to lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> so, Scar, we're saying all this to say you need to take an Ambien and hop on a plane Oh god, don't do that. Cause Ambien, is that the one where you like lose control of yourself? No, that's the one where you sleep. Like, don't people like sleepwalk on Ambien? No, you just sleep. Mm-hmm. I'm almost certain someone has slip- sleepwalked on Ambien before. Well, if you sleepwalk before, you're gonna sleepwalk on Ambien. But Scar, do you sleepwalk? Not that I know. Take an Ambien, hop on a plane, come out to Seattle. I would I would encourage getting drunk, but yeah, I mean whatever no, whatever you want. That's how niggas I get, get drunk hit up by the sky marshals. Well, yeah, I mean I always so I always have like four to five drinks before I get on a plane. <laughs> Which, as I was thinking of the number, wait, are you pre gaming a plane? Yeah, like as I was thinking of the number, I was trying to think of a number that didn't make me sound like an alcoholic, <laughs> and the number I landed on was four to five. So I have four to five drinks before I get on a plane, and the number is maybe about four to five. It's the true number. I drink about four drinks before I get on the plane, especially if it's like 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 because uh, remember I was flying from Korea at one point, so there was a point where I was flying like a twelve hour flight without a, a stop. Uh, then we would stop here and then I'd fly like another three uh, to Alabama. Man, like I would strongly suggest, uh, especially if for a six hour flight, have a couple of drinks, and then if they have drink service on the plane, take advantage. Whatever they have, wine, just ask. Like, do you have wine? whiskey whatever you have i'm i want to drink it just get lit and just it's a great flight this has been brought to you by black godzilla jay's international travel tips all involve alcohol so when you say black godzilla do you mean black king of the monsters Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh yeah i'm nicknaming everybody Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i'm okay with that I'm all right. There's a new Godzilla but, movie coming by out. By the way, if you're going to be the guy who uh, does all the nicknames, I'm going to be the guy with the uh, smooth jazz voice. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, please. <laughs> we, can, uh, we can do that. Yeah, you could be <laughs> Black King of the Monsters if that's what makes you feel good. Scar, Scar, Scar. Um, how are you doing? I just want to hear a saxophone in the background so bad right now. <laughs> da, 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 da. I, like I want to hear careless whisper in the background. The time right now is the time right now is ten twenty seven in the a.m. You're listening to the Dream Team. This is Rashani. I'm also here with Black King of the Monsters and Scar. Um, Scar, Scar, Scar. How do you feel about uh, the coaches on Last Chance U? Do you feel like they're just about right for football? Do you feel like they're way too racist for their own good? And why don't they go out of their way to? Uh, record black coaches at these junior colleges. Do they think they're not good enough? What do you think? Got your thoughts. Wow, Scar died. No, I don't I don't watch the show, so I have no idea what you're talking about. That's good, oh. that's good, that's good. Jay, Jay, Jay. Um the the coaches on there, they they tend to call their players thugs and, and say that they're doing thuggish things and it's all bad, man. It's it's not a good idea. How do you feel about coaches getting that sort of leeway to say whatever they want to these kids? Like, shouldn't the parents at some point step in and be like, you can't talk to my kids like that? Or is it just something that you feel is a part of the football life? Um, as a person who doesn't have a child, I feel the need to say I, if I had a child and I knew that my child was being yelled at like that, 
I would remove my child from that program. I can't be mad. I yell at my child like that. Right, but I fucking made that kid. So if it's mine and it's my (laughs) child and I made it, I'm responsible for it. So like, yeah, I'm yelling at it because I wanted to have a great life and I wanted to like, I wanted to be motivated. And I know, for instance, like you would know. Okay, I tried X, Y, (laughs) Z. She doesn't respond to this. She responds to yelling. Cool. God. I'm the guy that's like, for real, you just did a whole page of math while all of your fours differ from each other. Like, why are all of your fours different? No, nigga, that ain't really what you get mad at. It can't be. Please, God, tell me that's not really it. Because her penmanship isn't consistent? (laughs) No, I had to to get her. No, I had to get her. Jackson? I had to get her a handwriting book. Is this a four? She has to work on this book every day. I had to get a handwriting book for her because her handwriting her handwriting is worse than mine. Because it's not consistent or because it's difficult to read? Both. Consistency doesn't matter. Nigga, I do four or six different ways as long as you know what I meant. I will try my hardest to do four or six different ways. It's both. And I, I, know I, what it's like. I know what it's like to have bad handwriting. Like, I I failed a test. You know, uh, the LPTs in um, in Virginia, you have to pass that test in order to be eligible to graduate. So you, you're usually taken in middle school. Um, I failed the writing portion, not because I wrote something bad, but they couldn't read what I wrote. So I had to take it. I had to take that test all over again the next year just because they couldn't read it. That feels discriminatory as shit to me. Yeah, it does. I don't like, I don't like what, what, if, what if you have a legitimate disability? Like, let's say that you have like something that like, you know, a, a disability that prevents your hand from from forming letters. I, I don't know where I'm going with this, but let's say you have a legitimate disability. Like how how dare they? Like not ask you to at least transcribe what you wrote. Like, okay, send it back to him. Like, all right, well, let me get you to type this. Like, why would they not do that? Like, that feels. I feel like people who don't give a shit about you. No, but then again, I got to take a um, whole bunch of after school classes for the um, LPT prep classes, and they gave us snacks, so I'm all right. Yeah, but did they did they not teach you how to write? No, I just really all I did was the second time I took it, I just took my time and tried to write neater. Snacks, oh. man, snacks. Oh, what kind of snacks? Like they help? Hell no! Like Good. fucking candy bars wait, and shit. Wait, oh, wait, 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 wait! I I feel like we need you to whisper these man i feel like it'll be much more sensual if we whisper it if it was good enough for you to come back and they weren't teaching you shit whenever you say it scar i'm just gonna whisper right behind you bro you go ahead and you say the i can't do it I can't do it. That one, that one, the fucking careless whisper in the background. It's, it's super fucking distracting. Um, I can't I keep forgetting all the snacks that I ate. Wait, that's not careless whisper. What Every song is that? time I came <laughs> into class, there was a bag of potato chips, and I when I didn't chips. come, I wouldn't be me if I was say that that's the sample for regulate. Which brings us all the way back to why Nate Dogg was a piece of shit. Exactly. I feel like he only sang on songs that they were completely and totally offensive. And he was like, watch me make this motherfucker a hit. To be fair though, name a rapper from that time period that that's not true about. Will Smith. Okay. Touche. 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 
Well, Will Smith didn't have to curse his raps to sell records. Eminem yeah, did, so fuck him and fuck you too. <laughs> no, honestly, I I forgot about Will Smith. You're correct. Keeping it classy. And again, again. Though, I will say out to this. Will Smith for having uh, two children one, who are... One song, uh, though. I will I will say this for Will Smith in one song. There is a song. You, you saw, saw my blinker, blinker. bitch. There it is. You know the Will Smith <laughs> discography. We all know the Will Smith discography. Yes. I was listening. I was listening. I was watching this video um, where this. Uh, I was watching a Let's Play video where um, it was a game that was set in the Western or whatever. So, and the guy is from Malaysia, so maybe he didn't know this. So he started singing Wild Wild West, and then he said, "Shout out to Will Smith, the best white rapper ever." Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> First of all, even if he were white, he's not the best ever. <laughs> even if he was, that's patently false. Um, and also, secondly, like it's not even ah fuck that. I don't even have to tell you he's not he's not white. That's just not true. <laughs> right. That's, that that sounds like when you don't do your research. And then there's like only like two people in the comments in the YouTube comments was like uh bruh. Oh, also I'm thinking about it. Two things. Uh, first. One. I mean, Will Smith, the Fresh Prince, uh, and then two. Two. It just hit me that Will Smith is the most tame and Oculus rapper of all time, and we can still find instances where he was dropping bitch and being misogynist, which should tell you something about hip hop in general. And now I'll move forward. Accurate. We we laugh at Will Smith for being like the tamest motherfucker ever, but. Even he was like, you saw my blinker, bitch. He was yeah. also like, she slapped my knee. She slapped my hand when I put it on the knee. I said, hit me again and I'll break your wrist. 100%. He said that, ladies and gentlemen. That really did 100% happen. of Will Smith lyric. Let, let me go ahead and run down this this whole... Um, cut, yep, I got it. It's logged in. All right, I got it. This is a story I'll never forget about the day my new car got wrecked. It caught me off guard because it happened so quick. When I heard the crash, I got mad as hell. Cruising on the highway, fast, not slow. 90 miles an hour in a 5.0. People looking at me because they know who I am. Alpine stereo, blasting the jam. Put the top down, said my girlfriend. Then my damn hat blew off in the wind. I got kind of mad because it's a hat I just bought. I should have put her out. It was all her fault. Day was Friday. Date was the 10th. My girl was looking good on the strength. She slapped my hand when I put it on her knee. I said, hit me again and I'll break your wrist. Um, what was yeah, that's that, that, let, let, No, let that, let that pause hit there for a second because that's a troubling ass line. Hit me again and I'll break, I'll break your, your wrist. wrist. She smacked my hand when I put it on her knee. So she was like, no, I'm, I, it's my body. I am in control of it. And he's like, I'll break your wrist. So basically, hmm, hmm, hmm. Mm. It's kind mm. of very much a low key of if you die, bitch, I'll kill you. Um, it's not low key. It's it's actually very high key. It is it is obviously there. <laughs> like low key is like oh. I'm hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Second verse. Oh yeah, I forgot this. After verse. after the car accident, this is where it gets. Oh wait, <clears throat> after the car accident, this is where it gets real nice. <laughs> we both pulled off on the side of the road. I was hot, ready to explode. The only thing stopped me from breaking her nose was I was 21 and she was 90 years old. Then the police came, turned the lights off. The lady started crying and the cop got soft. 
The cop said, oh, it'll be okay. Wrinkled old bag looking like a Sharpay. I said, wait, what's going on, Cap? Her car's fine. My car's all wrecked. Then I saw what happened in the crash. Her dentures came out and got stuck in the dash. You hit me. I didn't hit you. Stop holding your neck, lady. You can't sue. It's your fault. You caused all this. You saw my blinker, bitch. I, I forgot he used Sharpay in a rap, and I I feel what like is, that's the most egregious thing he did there. What the fuck is a Sharpay? It's a little wrinkly dog. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You just learned something from that really misogynist rap. Yes. So that that was that was when uh that that was uh people tend to uh get on Will Smith for boom shake the room but I feel like you saw my blinker was way worse way ahead of its time as far as just horrible misogynistic music that he liked to act like never happened. I feel like that's that is probably the most hip hop song he's ever made. Yeah. Threaten to beat up women twice. Yep. Domestic violence is all in there. Mm-hmm. Fighting with cops. Bitch. Pushing off the judge. Yep. And I don't know what, like, it's weird because it's it's, it's 100% out of character for him. And it's it, 100% on his greatest hits album. Oh, yeah, it is. It is his greatest. It's one of his greatest hits. <laughs> it's on the uh, Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff. That's why I know the song because I had that Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff. It was an orange CD. Yeah, it, it, had on, a picture. it was on the same one with uh, Summertime. Yeah, it had like it was. A, I remember the, the CD was orange, and like the uh, the case had like a picture of him, like when he was young with DJ Jazz Jeff in the background, wearing really like nice the, coats. Yeah. Oh and no, like, you're talking about the greatest hits album. Sorry, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about, about home base. Yeah, I'm talking about the greatest hits album. I, I remember the the greatest hits album that came out of it. That's how I know that song. Mm-hmm. Like I I had never heard that song before. I didn't know that it was a thing he did. And I remember like looking at this greatest hits album that I just bought from a CD warehouse for three ninety nine. And shout out to CD Warehouse for when that was a thing. And I remember listening, like looking at the track list and being like, wait, you saw my blinker bitch. Like when did he ever? And I, and I remember immediately going to listen to that song and being like, oh shit, this is not the Will Smith I knew. When did Will Smith like do a gangster turn? It's like when MC Hammer did Pumps in a Bump. It's like what? What are y'all doing? In fact, it was about the same time, right? Still jams. Still jams though. Mm-hmm. Pumps in a Bump jams. I don't give a shit. Shit, still jam. See, here's the thing. Can I break in real quick? The phrase "I don't give a shit" is always when you know that it's horrible, right? <laughs> no one care. ever says "I don't, I don't give a shit" when they know that it's not. I don't horrible. care what you think. It's still good. I don't care. Okay. Or okay. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't care. Or fight me. Uh, or in in Southern, I don't care who you are. <laughs> That's funny right there. I don't care who you are. That's funny right there, bro. I've noticed that over time when people are like, "I don't give a shit." Black people need to go back to Africa. <laughs> Fight me. Okay, I will. Like, <laughs> I feel like if you say that, I feel like, okay, I think you know what's coming. Oh, oh by the way, uh, if you haven't seen it, there's a wonderful um, <laughs> gift that I've watched all morning of a dude with like a straight up and down Nazi talking shit about someone. The dude steps to him. He's like, wait, wait, wait. And then he gets knocked out. And it's... Gorgeous. I have watched it so many times this morning. Go ahead and send it over to us on the uh, chat. Um, One of the things that I've been doing recently is um, alternating back forth between this and the deep voice. But um, (laughs) even more than that that is um, (laughs) going on Reddit. Thank you, Jay. 
You're I finally welcome. got into Reddit. Um, oh, shit, right? Okay. And I've been taking the pictures and, and gifts and uh, funny stories that I've been seeing there and posting them up on the single simulcast page. I don't know why I never thought about that before. Folks just share the shit out of those kind of things. And it's just like the funniest stuff happens on Reddit. So I want to thank you, Jay. You actually are a big reason why a single simulcast for this past week uh, reached 3,400 people. Okay. I'm I'm happy that that happened. Uh, Me too. I don't know what it means, really. I'm just happy that the number is so big. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, going through my Twitter profile is a bad idea. (laughs) I just went through it. I ran into the uh, fucking theme song from uh, Amen. Oh, I love that theme song so much. That theme song makes me want to go to church. <laughs> what, what, happen, what, happened like, to, what happened to good theme songs? Oh, what? man, fucking... No, just the whole sequence from Amen with, like, Sherman Helmsley, like, fucking double dutching with the kids in front of the church. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, my God, that touches my heart so much. Like, I get, I didn't realize how much I cared about this until I... And shout out to Eclectic Relaxation on um, on Twitter because he, like, retweeted it. Or tweeted it and was, like, was just talking about it. And I didn't realize how much I fucking love this shit until like I started watching this on Twitter and I was like, oh my god, this whole thing is just making my day. Like I, I have never like I watched it a couple times, but this is just just the song. I was like dancing back and forth, and I was like, this this is just unfair. Like this is this is unfair. I I don't I don't I don't know if this I just, for some whatever reason I was like this is immediately made me want to be like you know what I should go to church. Like <laughs> it immediately put me in that mind. I was like, god damn you, Sherman Helmsley. Well, speaking of speaking of church, um, did you see um, the choir that does the Kiki Do You Love Me thing, but they just changed Kiki to Jesus? No, I haven't seen that. <sighs> no. It's so un- it's so unfortunate. Like, why do we need to do this? I don't. I don't understand like why challenges are still a thing. By the way, exactly. Like why are we like they're all dangerous and it's all just like people dying. Why why are we doing this? Like why are we doing challenges still? I'm still confused as to challenges. I'm confused as hey, to why. I have a great challenge for everybody. It's called the Flint Challenge. Challenge oh, your senators and congressmen <laughs> oh, okay. to actually take care of the water situation in Flint, Michigan. Or challenge them to go drink the water since they don't want to do anything about it. Kiki, the- can you drink me? Are you thirsty? Are you feeling a little bit tipsy? Oh, I'm sorry, because I'm toxic, and you're going to die quickly. Kiki, can you drink me? Are you tipsy? Because I'm from Flint, Michigan. Fuck me. I'm not thirsty. I'm not dying. That's a challenge. I, I, I saw that there's a there's a thing where somebody was at a um, show in like New York or something like that, where they're actually turning those like large uh, drain pipes into tiny houses. And it's like, you got the money to do this. Why can't you just send those same drain pipes to Flint? Mm-hmm. Because they don't give a fuck, man. And like they're trying to think of ways to like make those little tiny houses and then stack them on top of each other so people can live in a bunch of tiny houses that are made out of fucking drain pipes. It's like it doesn't make any sense. And here's the other thing. You have so many people in this city 
who are openly suffering. You have so many people in Puerto Rico who are openly suffering. How can you sit back and watch your president talk about everything but that and be okay with it? Right. How can you sit back and watch your president argue with LeBron James and not argue with, argue at LeBron James? Nobody's really listening to him and be okay with it. How is all of this stuff happening that y'all were getting on Le- on on President Obama for wearing tan? How do you sit back and let all this happen and be okay with it? Yeah, you were you were against President Obama for wearing tan, but totally excused that jacket that Melania had on that day. So well, the words it's a, with, the, it, with the words on the back. Talk about yeah. Talk about she. Well, she just grabbed a jacket. There's no way she could possibly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Also, let's talk about the fact that fucking Hope Hicks, who is an active witness in an ongoing federal investigation, who President Trump was told to stay away from, just spent like a fucking six-hour plane ride with him. Like, how are we like watching all this bullshit happen and just fucking glossing this? I don't understand it. I really don't. It it doesn't. I'm not sad about it. I should be. I'm just more perplexed. I'm disappointed in this country. Like I'm I'm disappointed in this country. That's what I am. Like, like we said a long time ago that all you need is the right leader, and you will suddenly forget everything right that's going on in the world because your leader doesn't want you to see that. And it's not just God dog. It's not just the president. Let's be real. Let's be real. There's a lot of Republicans who are out there following behind the president and being mean and evil and thoughtless and all that kind of stuff because the president is doing it. But there's a lot of people who like the fucking Breakfast Club. Yeah. I only watched the like R. Kelly. I watched the I watched a few of their interviews. Like I don't watch the Breakfast Club, Breakfast Club, but some of their interviews are interesting depending on who they're who they're doing an interview with. Um, But like just just. It's just bad, especially when the whole thing about Charlemagne and like him making a joke about like like he's talking about like something that happened and the other guy is like, So you raped her and, he, and they're all just giggling. Mm-hmm. And people I mean, are just, okay with it. Let's be honest, yeah. people are okay with it because if they weren't okay with it, he wouldn't be working there anymore. But people are okay yeah. with it. That bullshit was bullshit. They will turn their backs and, and cover their eyes and say, I don't see what you see. And maybe we should hear both sides and all that kind of stuff. And we talk about just the president doing this, which he does. And we talk about the Republicans listening to it, which they do. But there's a lot of people out there. A lot of people out there who are still caping for Bill Cosby. God, still. There's a lot of people out there who are still riding for Jeffrey Tambor. There's a lot of people out there. There's a lot. I just stopped talking to a dude a couple of weeks ago, and yes, the block button is real and it works, and I use it often. Who oh was God, like, so yo, much. you're getting on Extentation, but you won't get on uh, the dude who played Thanos, uh, Brolin. Uh, James Brolin, I think? Yeah, mm-hmm. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. You won't get on him. There's a lot of people out there who are just avoiding bad behavior because it's somebody that they like and they feel bolstered by social media to help them continue this ideology. 
I hate the I hate the false equivalencies part of of these conversations. Like the whole like oh y'all against R. Kelly, but y'all ain't say nothing against Hugh Hefner. It's like what well, that's the what that's the what aboutism, and it's something that like it, it's it gets done on like a a worldwide scale because like fucking Russia does the same thing where it's like well what about this? Yeah, we invaded Ukraine, but what about X? And it, it's that like what people fail to fail to realize is just because I'm not attacking everyone doesn't mean that I'm wrong here. And it's a straw man. It's a straw man fallacy. It's it's the fallacy of I will set up a target for you over here that you're supposed to be attacking to get you to leave my target alone. No, no, no. I don't have to be right about everybody, but I can be right 100 percent about fucking R. Kelly. And I am R. Kelly fucking he fucked a 15 year old. He pissed on a fifth of uh, I think a 14 year old. He's on tape peeing on a teenager. He's on motherfucking tape peeing on a teenager, and you motherfuckers still ride with him because of goddamn chocolate factory. And then the and then the and then the fucking the 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 whole of us, which uh, the the whole thing about oh you care about this thing but you don't care about that thing, and I I understand that the the masses in general are laser focused on one thing at a time, and it kind of goes back and forth blah 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 but like why would you think that i couldn't care about more than one thing at a time and also let's let's not negate the fact how is me not saying anything about that right now change the fact that your boy is a piece of shit you tell me how that makes a difference i could be a piece of shit too and if i call your boy a piece of shit and i'm right he's still a piece of shit so fuck you it doesn't matter. Like I could be just as bad as he is, and I'm saying, "Well, you're just as bad." Yeah, I am, but it doesn't change the fact that he is a piece of shit, and you're supporting him, and you're defending him. So, like, honestly, he's a piece of shit. Doesn't change. They're horrible humans. Doesn't fucking change. That never changes. And and your little argument for that is just proving that you're a piece of shit with them. So if you want to co-sign someone being a piece of shit, I'm a piece of shit. They're a piece of shit. But if you want to co-sign that bullshit, you're a piece of shit right there with them, and you should know that. You should know right now that all you're doing is making it so that that person can continue to have more victims. That person can continue to do more bad things. That person can continue to have more influence and continue to systemically oppress more people. You're a fucking piece of shit if that's what you want. Kiki. (laughs) (laughs) I'd adapt me, dog. (laughs) I'm just... I would be down for a Flint challenge, like fucking challenge your senators to fucking pretend like they care. Exactly. And it, I don't understand. Like I, I do understand the fear of getting dragged on Twitter. Like I said, it wasn't that long ago that somebody was threatening to come to my house and shoot my wife and I in the face. Um, but at the same time, you need to see the fact that the person who is putting out all these tweets, riling up all, it's not just, you know what? Forget that. It's president Trump is doing it. 45 is doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Nicki Minaj had, there was a a young lady who asked when Nicki Minaj was going to start recording more mature raps and Nicki Minaj turned her entire faction onto this woman for asking these questions and then went into her DMs and completely denigrated her and put her down and just made it to where this woman lost her job. Yeah, I saw that. Here's my challenge. Twitter, go through and find the folks who are riling up people to attack somebody. Take them out. Um, 
one, one addendum? Uh, aren't you now becoming one of those people and saying that? No, I'm asking Twitter, like the company okay. itself. <laughs> like the way they go through okay. and find bots and everything. Like Twitter users. It's like, wait. No, no, no. I'm talking about the, about the company itself. <laughs> like, okay. because there's a dude, um, Cernovic. Oh, <laughs> Is that his name, Cernovic? Uh, I don't know who we're talking about. Uh, Mike Cernovic, I think his name is, who goes on Twitter and riles up. He's the reason why uh, James Gunn got fired. Yeah, I'm talking about the dude, the the, the alt right dude. Yes. Just go like, through. Go through. Go through and find these people. Go through and find the people who are riling up angst against one person or somebody else or the people who are circling the wagons and all that kind of stuff. Find the person who organized them to circle the wagons and get rid of them. Facebook, stop banning uh, trans folks and uh, activists for saying the white folks are saying racist stuff, but continue to allow the word nigga or nigger or other racism or uh, Confederate flags and all that to pass through without issue. I saw somebody get banned from Twitter or from Facebook for 30 days for calling somebody a cracker. They were responding to them calling them a nigger. Didn't you catch a copyright claim for yeah. uh, for a cat video? Yep, I did. How'd you know? <laughs> did I tell you about that? That just happened a couple of days ago. Nigga, you posted it on the group or the 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 page. Hey, I'm an admin of the page. True, and I'm gonna keep <laughs> on sharing y'all. I'm gonna keep on sharing stuff to you too. I do it. I I do it only because. I think it's funny now that I just put frowny faces on the on the comment and then share it anyway. As long as it's getting shared. Because, uh, look, you may be... Here's the way I look at it. You may be an admin of the show. You may be a part of the show. But the people who are influenced by you may not be reached just by the show's, uh, the show's reach. It may take you personally reaching out to those people like yo check out this show and then they'll become a part of the show you know it's like me saying that i don't need to share uh i die before it was cool because jay's a part of the dream team and so people know me already no i still need to i still should do my due diligence in helping to share the show and that's another thing that always gets on me is when people get on your show guests on your show or whatever it may be and then just say my name alone will be enough to bring you all these listeners. No. You don't have a Q rating, nigga. <laughs> no. You can't do that. Like yeah. you're not famous enough. Like like there's a there's a there are people who are famous enough to do that. And we know those people's first and last names. Yeah. You're not one of those people. No, you're not. <laughs> and even those people will still sometimes say I was on this show. Yep. Just to They'll send it still out there. Four hundred and fifty thousand plus Four and a half million plus. Followers. I don't really get yeah. invited on a lot of shows anymore. Um, you want to be I on stopped. single simulcast, buddy? No. Why not? I stopped asking to be on shows. So like, I used to ask if anyone if anyone needed guests. I used to just hit up podcasts and be like, "Yo, you you need a guest?" I, I stopped asking, and I stopped getting invited on. Right about the time I stopped asking. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't get invited on the shows uh, too often. Um, I used to ask people, and then they'd be like, "Why are you asking?" And I'd be like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. For for Scar for Scarcasm, I'm doing an all guest August. I've like, been on. I, uh, well, I to ask him, see how that works. Well, we were supposed yeah. to both be on like on Thursday that one time, and I think I forgot and you forgot too. Yeah. Oh, and then and then and then like I um I put well see 
the communication usually happens in the Discord. Ah. That's really all I got. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's I was going to say this, it didn't make any sense to me. I, I just yeah. was just going to be quiet. Discord is where a lot of gamers and white nationalists go to complain about snowflakes. Oh, okay. That's yeah. cute. They have, a, they have a place where they can feel heard. Yeah. Yeah, they uh-huh. have a whole thing. It's basically the evo- talk about their concerns. It's basically issues. the evolution of a of a of a chat room where you have multiple chat rooms, um, you know, in the in the same in the same place. Yeah, like a forum, basically. But you can you also you can I also do voice. When you say forum, I think forearm. I think about wrestling. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Now yeah, because you ahead. say because you say orm. Of course, <laughs> you would think that. No, you said forum, but it sounded like forearm. See exactly because you say orm. No, he said forum, but you saying it sounds like forearm. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a difference there. It's funny when for- y'all do it. Because if you say if you say forearm in your normal uh the, the normal way you speak, it sounds like forum. See, you did it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My God, he's broken in half. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> um, but seriously, Flint's never gonna get fixed. Damn. <laughs> seriously, you know, it's not. It's not. And here's yeah, the reason like, why. You got so many people. To, Apple just became the first trillion dollar company in history. Uh, fuck that shit, man. Jeff people are Bezos talking about that, like, worth multiple hundred and hundred plus billion shit. dollars. Why are people celebrating that shit? I, I'm still confused. Why people are like, "Yay, Apple's a trillion dollar company!" Like, fucking, why are we excited about this? They, they fleece y'all motherfuckers out of a trillion dollars. You've owned every iPhone since five. They, that's your trillion dollars, and you don't get to do anything about it. Nothing. They got a multiple. The only person I know who's had money who is openly doing something with the money, other than LeBron. Or Michael Jordan, or Jalen Rose, or David Robinson. Come on, y'all. Oh. Where are y'all with the nicknames? Oh, oh, okay. Uh, the King, the Commentator, the Admiral. Yeah, what is Jalen's nickname? Yeah, the Commentator. He's the ESPN Commentator. That's what he is. Fab Five representative. Oh, Fab Five. Like he's only Fab Five before the dudes. He's the ESPN Commentator. But um, <laughs> it's like you, other than those ones. You never hear about you never hear too much about white folks other than Bill Gates. Yes. Just, well, yeah, Bill and Bill and Melinda Gates. Well, especially here because I'm in Seattle, I hear they nothing. They put in work. But, oh, they do. They and I hear nothing but Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Or is it Melinda? Melissa? Melinda. Bill and I can't remember which one it is, but Bill like, and like he, be, he became that when when they got married. Like she she made that change in him. Yeah, that's understandable. But I mean, like. I don't know if that really discredits him no. doing because no. I mean, like I, I was a dick several years ago, and 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 then things changed. I'm I feel just, like that's okay. I'm just saying, wonder, like there are so many people out there role. who have the money, the 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 connections, the whatever they need, the infrastructure to fix so many things that they refuse to fix because they just once you get I'm money, you want to make more money. A personal favorite is the people who have a shit ton of money and are like, oh, no, 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 I'll leave it to charity when I die. Mm-hmm. But so while you're alive, the world is dying. 
Yeah, but Bill Gates is like it's it's some weird shit because like I I know it used to be like that's why I just say I I wonder if he ever changed his will because his kids only get like fifty million dollars the rest of it is going to various charities. Yeah, I, I think it is still that way. But see, the difference though is that he's actively doing things now as well as doing that in the in the future. I'm referring to specific people who are like, oh no, don't worry, I'll leave all this money to charity when I die. But like, what about charity right now? Yeah. And I'm, I'm here's the other thing that I'm I'm always looking at, and this is where we get to some maybe crickets in other podcasts. Or since this is my podcast, people already know where I'm at. So many of these foundations done by white folks are only built to help out. Not they're not helping out the inner city. I think the words you're looking for are tax shelters. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you're looking for. Because, for instance, the Trump Foundation, which is currently being uh, investigated by the New York State Attorney General, pretty much was just a way for him to like shuffle money around without having to pay any taxes on it. And a lot of foundations that dudes have are just ways for them to shuffle money without actually paying taxes. They do. And it's the same thing, like, you know, people who who donate X amount every year just so they can have the tax write off. Same difference. Grander and more deceptive scale, I guess. I'm just saying, there's a million ways that people can, people with millions of dollars can help out, and they just don't. Like, if uh, I read something about um, Blake Griffin having to pay, what, $235,000 a month in child support? Yeah. And it's only like 9% of his actual monthly income? Yeah. You're like, holy shit, you make that much a month, Blake Griffin? Exactly. <laughs> 258. <clears throat> that's a small percentage of his monthly income. A legitimately small percentage. He makes something like 2.5 million a month. I just can't wrap my mind around that. Like, for somebody who came from nothing, I, that's, I think that's another reason why I respect LeBron and and Jalen and David so much. Well, David, the king, David, had, the commentator, David, and the app. David had both parents, and David's parents have a real nice marriage. But still, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just admire them, them every night. because they came from. For two out of three of them, they came from uh, lower income. They didn't have much, and then when they got this money, they were like, "How can I use this to help others?" Whereas people who were born into money get the money and they're like, how can I keep this money so that my next generation can have this money? Yeah. Oh, no. It's weird to me. And I always wonder what type of person I would be. Honestly, what type of person I would be if I became a billionaire? Like, even when I win the lottery, what type of person would I be? Like, would, if I won... Somebody won $552 million in, in the Powerball, I think, or Mega Millions or something like that. Uh-huh. If I won that amount of money, what would I do with it? Like, if I said I'm going to give, like, $60 million of it to the homeless, would my family allow me to do that? Would my I feel like my financial advisor would be like, you're stupid. Well, most people. Like, look at all the people who are attacking LeBron James for opening a school and trying to help people. Like, people are like, ah, oh, you're dumb. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> 
Wait, what? Like, I think most people, if you do something that's altruistic, will attack you as being an idiot. And I, I don't understand that mentality. Like, how, how, how is it dumb to try to help everyone else? Because back in the day, I mean, not even that long ago, to be honest with you, people were, when people were, we know, were beefing on Twitter, there'd always be that person who would be like, yo, why don't y'all take this behind closed doors? And it was like, nah, this all has to be public. We're still growing. Folks are still like literally learning how to be good people, but now we're learning how to do it in real time. I think that the folks who are saying, why are you doing this? Why are you spending this money? Have never been in a situation where they've had to wonder about what am I going to do with this money? What am I going to, how am I going to get to point A to point B? And I think about the woman who was in Ohio who got arrested for registering her child at a school that was outside of her district. Yeah, I saw that bullshit. Yeah, they got um, and even worse, like there's um, there's some teachers in Richmond that are in trouble for helping their kids do better on those tests so that they can get more funding. They had that in Atlanta, too, didn't they? Like no, at, in Atlanta, time. in Atlanta, they were actually like really changing the tests, like real yeah. deal changing the test. They got fed time for that. They're juking the Meanwhile, stats. Meanwhile, in in Oklahoma, you got a bunch of teachers that are just quitting. They're just like, we can't do this anymore. So, like, because they did, they did their little walkout or whatever like that, and and they ended up with less money than what they had before the walkout. Yeah, they fucked them, man. And then, um, because because of course I do um, facetious with Blue. Um, Blue what told up, me Blue? the Blue. last. The last few His teachers, name is Blue, the, so we're pretty much done here. The My last, boy Blue? The last few teachers of the year in Oklahoma immediately left and went to Texas. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I, I don't blame how, them. How, how the fuck is your shit so fucked up that you just got teachers? And some of these teachers have been on the, uh, you know, been on the job for more than 10 years, and they're just like, we just can't do this in Oklahoma anymore. And uh, then they uh, there left was, to go to Texas. Which is arguably not a better place. It's not better. It's it's I, I guess apparently it is, but they left and they didn't go to like oh we left and went to Connecticut where they pay all their teachers great salaries. No, they left and went to Texas. Like that's like leaving like number fifty in the on the list of one to fifty, fifty worse, and going to forty nine. It, it's that's how bad Oklahoma is. That's like if you told me that the best teachers were like you know what we're going to Mississippi. That's that's how fucked up your state is. Yeah. Teachers are abandoning you to go teach in Mississippi. Where you just have to be able to spell the state name to graduate. Yeah. Sorry, I have to get a Mississippi shot in while I still can. I feel you. <laughs> you know what else gets on me? <clears throat> while I'm talking all this about um, people who are doing, who are, uh, who aren't doing anything with their money. I just realized this, and this is how I, I am. I'll say something, I'll realize, you know what? Because my mind will keep on analyzing it. Sometimes these people are doing stuff, and they don't want any press around. They don't want any credit for it. Yeah. But at the same time, if that was happening, you would have saw the in Flint, you would have saw the change. Like, even if they don't want credit for it, you'd just be like, who's the masked person who caused this change? None of y'all are going to Flint. 
none of y'all are secretly working to do it. None of y'all are doing any of that. So I'm still and, right. And I do have an answer to your question. Uh, your question was, what would I do in reference to you? What do you think mm-hmm. you would do? I think it's you already have answered that question because you have resources now, your time and your money you have now. What do you do with that? What do you do with your time and your money now? Uh, honestly, uh, I, I didn't want to talk about it. Uh, well, you don't have to publicize it, but that's the things. answer to your question. But that's what I'm saying. That's yeah, the we, answer we, to your we question. We help out where we can. Right. And that is the answer to your question. If you with your resources now, and it's just like they always say, like, if you're broke with very little money, getting a lot of money is not going to suddenly make you less broke. It's it's how you manage your finances at a low level that's going to dictates how you're going to manage them at a high level. So the same thing for how you spend your time, and your energy and your your resources now is how you would spend greater resources. Now, could you do more with five hundred and sixty five odd million dollars? Yeah. But it's very likely that you would use that money the same way that you use your current time and money. So you already have answered that question. You just don't realize. Well, maybe you do realize it, but you've already answered that question. And I, I think it might be. I think the question actually that you're really ask, answering it or asking, excuse me, is would I change if I got five hundred sixty-five million? Oh, bro, I would. I oh, immediately. I, would. I know. I, I, would. Just, I, would I feel like want to just powder my hands so I could slap people in the in the street. No, nah, I wouldn't change like that. <laughs> I just feel like I would change to. I think. I think that I'll reach my final form. If I had that much money to where people couldn't really get on me for doing certain things, then I would really go help. Also, I will because there was a there was a woman who got arrested for or who had the police called on her for donating food to a homeless person in front of a Safeway. If I had enough money to where you couldn't touch me, bro, you call the cops on me after the cops leave. I'm going in there and I'm giving that dude a two hundred dollar gift card and telling him to come back whenever he wants. I'm going to be that dude. I'm going to be the most benevolent dick. <laughs> just walk around passing out gift cards to Safeway to all the homeless people in the area. Exactly. Hey man, go fill up. <laughs> hey man. Hey bro, go eat. Here's two. Here's two hundred. I was go at a Del thing, Taco bro. and there was a dude who was standing out front. It's and um, whenever folks ask me for money, I give them money. You know, no worries whatsoever. But if they say if I have I, cat, if I have cash if, in my pocket, yes, I do but, that too. But if they say I'm hungry, I'm like, yo, come on in. Come on in. I'll get you something to eat. And I'll just be like, yo, what do you want? They'll ask, they'll say what they want to order and I'll pay for it. Nothing big. The manager at this Del Taco was like, I'm not going to serve him. And I was like, why not? And he was like, he just stands out front all day and begs. And I said, well, he got me. So um, it's my money. Take his order. And he was like, I don't have to. And I was like, taken aback. And I was like, all right, cool. I want a gift card for 30 bucks and got a gift card and gave it to him. I was like, all right, peace. Are you going to refuse your own money to this dude? This happened at the Del Taco. This happened at the Denny's around my area, around my job. And there's like so many homeless people that congregate in these two areas. And it's just like, why can't you provide them the dignity that they deserve? Exactly. And not to mention, like, why do you have this hostility towards them? They're not they're not impeding your business. Like, and, and if you're saying, like, our people aren't coming to eat there because they're outside. Well, that's not the case because I'm here right now. And you're getting more money from me than you would have gotten because I'm buying him something to eat. So what's your fucking problem? Is your problem the fact that these people don't have a system to protect them? Is your problem the fact that, like, they've fallen on hard times and you don't want to see what could potentially happen to you if you don't work your ass off? 
because it seems like your problem isn't with them. Your problem is is internal. It, you are the problem in this case, not them. You're the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't. In fact, I, you're you're better than me because I would have walked out of that Del Taco and be like, "Come on, bro, I'm gonna take you someplace where they'll give you food and fuck this Del Taco. I'm never coming back." Well, if I had done that, two things. One, I don't know what area he's actually where his stuff is at but I always saw him at that Del Taco. Mm-hmm. Like, because our gym was right, is right down the street from there. So I always saw him at this Del Taco. So I figured that this is his base of operations. You know, this, is his area somewhere in this area is where all his stuff is. So yeah. for me to give him a car for something else, that may not be in the area. That's going to be a hardship for him. Cause it ain't like he's, no, you know, but I, if, if there's anything we can walk to, there wasn't going to walk. Oh, okay. No, nah, there wasn't I feel you. all the stuff that was around there closed down. Um, except for a McDonald's and I'm not going to ever force McDonald's on anybody <laughs> ever. Come on. Let me give you a McRib. It'll make your life better. Why do you hate me, grandpa? <laughs> I give up homeless and you're like, Oh, let me buy you. Here's a McRib. I'm like, nah, bro, I'm good. <laughs> and I'm like, I can find I know better. What, this is, Mr. This what is, what is, what is with this about the McRibs? Like I'm waiting for them to come back. What are you talking about? Sorry. How to enjoy McChemical meat. Why? Why can't you just make your own McRib? You can. You can just have ribs, nigga. Yeah. Fuck the... <laughs> I had some, some tender I did... ribs and pull the meat off them and put them on a sandwich. <laughs> Profit. I am. Uh, I had some um, some riblets from Applebee's about a week or so ago, and they were greatness. Like honestly, ribs are really easy to make. And yeah, it's but so I'm, good. But I'm but I'm lazy and busy. <laughs> like the majority of the work is literally just rubbing shit on it and then you just put it in the oven and walk away. Bro, or like do you realize wet. how much praise barbecue people who can smoke meat get that don't do anything whereas the other person who's doing all the real cooking is just like doggone it. Like, yeah, hey, like I'm gonna get up at six o'clock, season this meat, marinate this meat for like an hour or five, and then I'm gonna put it on the grill and go play a video game. Meanwhile the other person's like, and I'll be honest, it's it's my beloved wife Nisha. I'm making four sides and a dessert. <laughs> I've diced multiple vegetables that are going to different salads. And everybody's like, this, <laughs> these ribs are so good. Yeah, the oh. potato salad's all right, but these ribs, it's like, motherfucker, I've worked on that potato salad. <laughs> like, cream corn work. is cool, but these ribs, what'd you do? You put your foot in this. Huh. Okay. These, these ribs are so good. Oh, yeah, the yams, too. Yams are cool. Yams are good. I mean... Looks like something happened here. I see him mushed up. But, you know, these ribs, these ribs go. Hey, man, macaroni and cheese, anybody can do that. But these ribs are phenomenal. Uh, you got to tell me your secret. No, uh, Mac and cheese is a work. Bro, right? It's goddamn work. It is so yeah. much work. If you make mac and cheese proper, it you is You are a god. god. If you can make mac and cheese proper, uh, Nisha makes it like amazeballs, bro. And they never give her so credit. Much work. But it's always gone. They it just is so much it. work, damn it. <laughs> I, I respect anybody who makes mac and cheese. That shit is goddamn work. You have to put in effort for that shit. It is not easy. Ah, fucking hate mac and cheese. <laughs> like I love it. <laughs> making it is like I love mac and cheese, but making mac and cheese. Oh my god, man. <laughs> and so what we're saying is, pour out a little something for the homies who aren't on the grill, the folks who are bringing the other stuff, the people who are making those. I'm telling you, golly. Nisha makes these baked beans that are like the cowboy baked beans with the meat in it. 
and and the and the the sweetness and and the 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 the, the sugar and the just everything. No, it's everything. If we all uh, get together up there at a PodCon for my birthday, I want a barbecue. I'll make the ribs. Y'all do everything else. Okay, where is this barbecue going to happen? Probably at your house. Whoa, so my HOA is not going to be cool with that. <laughs> or I could convince Jordan to do it on Bainbridge. All right, I was going to say, like, I don't, for, for starters, I don't have a house. I have a condo, and I have an HOA that is not cool with any of this. <laughs> they are 100% uncool with all of that. Yeah, Jordan has the one that it looks overlooks, like, the highway, but it's still really nice. Oh, every place on Bainbridge is nice, man. Right? That, whole, that whole that whole area is fucking dope. It's insane to try if try to try to live there, but it is dope. Like I understand it. Like it is. Like if you ever get a chance just to roll through Bainbridge for people who are listening, not not you. I know you've been there, but if you ever if you're in the Washington area, you just have a chance to just kind of roll through Bainbridge Island because you very much can do it on your way to the San Juan Islands because you just go up through Polesbo. Like motherfucking do that. It is enjoyable as shit. It is a gorgeous ass little island, man. It is. It's fun as fuck too. Like it's honestly, it has like a whole bunch of shops right there, right next to the ferry. The whole downtown area, they throw like a festival or a little, like they throw something every summer and every time there's sun out, they do something in that little downtown area. It's fucking dope. Yep, yep, yep. As a matter of fact, I better start talking to Jordan now about coming up there. <laughs> Just knock on the door. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, I want to stay here tonight. Hey. Also, how are you? <laughs> Come and knock on my door. We've been, been waiting for you. Where things are hers and hers and his. Three's company too. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just love that song. It, Why don't really they make, I told you. TV Why don't they make songs? those songs? <laughs> what happened to TV theme songs? They just use songs. It's a great right. condition. This day and age. To read me good news on the newspaper page. The love and tradition of the grand design. Some people say it's even harder to find. But I... Oh, I got the words. Damn it. Something inside these gentle ones. Okay, I forgot the words. But still, that was a dope-ass theme song. Long weekend. I forgot it, too. I feel like that's something that if we listen to on Spotify, we know the words immediately. And I'm still mad at myself because I'm playing a promo on single simulcast and I realized that instead of saying immediately, I said sporadically. (laughs) When we were talking about, uh, what is that nigga's name? Montel Jordan. I was like, as soon as we hear the song, we're going to know the words sporadically. And I'm like, nigga. So every time I play that thing, I hear that and I get mad at myself again. And I actually think about going in there and doing a voiceover. And so you'll hear... As soon as we hear that part, we're gonna know the words immediately. 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 It's just just a little a little higher than the rest of the vocal track because you can never match it just right. Exactly. <laughs> Hella quieter. Immediately. Wait, is that ADR? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I, that is that is the struggle of of, a, of like audio production that. I think we get the joke, but nobody else is going to get that. <laughs> My, did I ever tell y'all about the white boy who paid for our studio time? And um, we left out. We were, This is back when we were all rappers. Um, we left out to smoke cigarettes. Cause this is all when we were smoking rappers. And um, while we were outside, he decided to do a freestyle. And mm-hmm. on this white boy's freestyle, 
he, while we were all gone, said the word nigger. He said nigger. But uh, we walked in while he was getting it played back to get the beat straight and everything, and we heard the word nigger. So he got beat up a little bit, and then he got thrown back into the booth, like literally thrown back into the booth. And forced to make, uh, to, to change that one word. So the, um, the producer went back to that part. The, the line was, uh, pull the trigger on a nigga. What? Yeah. It was a whole thing. Um, he also talked about his Air Maxes and his Billabong hat and Adidas and all that kind of stuff. It was bad. Um, oh, so y'all said, basically fear of a black a hat white man. Mm-hmm. It was bad. Anyhow. Um, Fear of a black hat? Kinda, but it was more like the white boys. Remember that movie where the With guys the from, uh, I think they were from Iowa. They went to Chicago and got beat up because they thought that they were like hard. They were rapping in the cornfields and stuff, and then they went to Chicago because they had one black person out there who they thought was gangster. Like if y'all have never seen White Boys, see White Boys. Can't say that. It's sufficiently irritating, but yet... What year is this from? Uh, like, 98, 99. Okay, the dude so who played Tommy what's... Hill nigger in uh, Bamboozled is the lead in White Boys. Okay, okay. Um, was it your boy in Bamboozled? Huh? Damon Wayans? No, um... Yeah, it came Michael out in 99. Michael Rappaport. Danny Hopps. Oh. Danny Hopps was the lead in White Boys. I know white boys. I never watched this, but I have. I know this movie. Yeah. Okay, like I know of it, and it was just I just never watched it. But yeah. Yeah. If you have stars, apparently you can watch it. Yeah. So um. I do actually. Well, then there you go. You can watch White Boys. That's not saying that I want to. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so this white dude, this white boy, uh, gets thrown back into the booth. And he, they put the part right on where he said nigga, and he has to change it. And we had just beat him up. He had been thrown back into the booth. We're standing outside the booth, all of us staring at him. So there's like five black people staring at him through the window. He knows like, that he gets it. Huh? Two, five. So now instead of <laughs> uh, pull the trigger on a nigga, the, the lyrics sound like this. Pull the trigger on a nigga. Like all, like bravado and all that the next time it came around it was uh lace up the lace up something uh how you figure pull the trigger on a killer so that's how the voiceover got changed it went from pull the trigger on a nigga to pull the trigger on a killer because he was crying (laughs) and i still have it on cd somewhere because it was the first time that I made a white person scared for their life. It wouldn't be the last. I don't know what to say after that. <laughs> I don't have anything to add to this conversation anymore. I really wait, want to see wait, this movie. Now. I've, I've been, been low key looking at this movie. Wait, I so did to... you? So did you switch your to the jazz voice? Like you, you went jazz voice at the end. Oh, not on purpose. Jake, can you jazz voice? Well, I think my voice sounds a little bit jazzier than normal because I'm sick, so it's a little deeper than it normally is. It, it, like it I don't. Is true, but 
yeah, I don't have the, I don't have, because usually my voice is a little higher. I think my natural voice is, is normally higher. It's just because I'm sick, it sounds all weird. The beautiful thing about it is when you can actually make your voice do like that as you're just talking. You can, you don't even have to pause. You don't have to think about it. You can just change between the two octaves. I can't can't do that without it sounding just kind of like, I'm trying. Yeah, it gets creepy. Yeah, it gets creepy when I do it. It's always like, yeah, girl, so what do you, it's like, oh, oh no. Nah, (laughs) y'all just gotta know how to just drop it down low form real quick. I mean, like, when I do it, I just kind of go into King Kinev. Yeah, that voice is not right. Like, I just, like, I can't can't really just, I can't do it without, (laughs) it sounded like I'm really trying too hard. I don't even think about it. It just happens. By the uh-huh. way, ladies. Yeah, we no, like to thank happen. y'all for uh, checking out the show. We were, you know what? I had Big Boy on the show. Oh, that's what's up. Ago. He's doing well. And, nice. Um, and his nice. show, uh, Talk That Ish, is still on SoundCloud, but it's also on Google <laughs> and on iTunes. Why is it on SoundCloud? <laughs> but he put it. But he put it on. He he. It's on SoundCloud and Libsyn. He went and got Libsyn after the fact. Yeah, um, he got Libsyn. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I was gonna say SoundCloud is not. I mean, it's a great platform, but it's not traditionally known for its podcasting. To quote, no, there's a lot of podcasters that are there, but like you have to have the app in order to listen to it. You can't yeah, listen to it through your app. It's not that traditionally known for its podcasting <laughs> like i'm not saying you can't i'm just saying it's, it's that's why it's not traditionally known for its podcasting it is harder to listen to podcasts on soundcloud you ever sit back and read the summary of a movie and then you realize that it was just dumber than you thought it was even when you watched and thought it was really dumb anyhow in a virtually all-white iowa town flip daydreams of being a hip-hop star hanging with snoop doggy dog and dre he practices in front of the mirror and with his two pals james and trevor he talks black slang. He dresses black. He's also a wannabe pusher, selling flour as cocaine. And while he talks about keeping it real, he hardly notices real life around him. His wife, his father's been laid off. His mother uses food stamps. His girlfriend is pregnant. James may be psychotic. And one of his friends, one of the town's few black kids, is preparing for college. And on a trip to Chicago to try and buy drugs, the cops shoot real bullets. What will it take for Flip to get real? That's a that's a summary from the nineties. Yes. yes. I feel like that would have that zany music in the background. Yeah. What is it gonna take for him to well, get real? Well, well you know it was well, you know it was back in the nineties as soon as they said Snoop Doggy Dog. Yeah. Bow wow wow, yippee yo, yippee yay, bow wow. That was what immediately started playing. Uh, By the way, Randy Moss, this is uh, my last hero uh, post-statement of this show. Um, Randy Moss uh, wore the names of 12 black men and women killed by police on his Hall of Fame tie. Did we already speak about that? No. Yeah, we we mentioned it. You did? Yeah, yeah yes. I don't think you heard us. Like, Scars and I both mentioned it, and we were like, yeah, that's dope, but we didn't say what it, what was dope about it, so I guess... Because we, went into, because we went into the Ray Lewis conversation. <laughs> His 34-minute sermon about how he didn't kill somebody. <laughs> I gotta quit. I, I really have to stop talking shit about Ray Lewis. No, you he don't. Fuck to, that dude, because look, for that... Mu- he went look. court of law. According to, according to a court of law, he did not kill anyone. I can't keep saying... I have to at least say allegedly... Or I believe, I don't believe, I can't keep saying he did it. According right, to, he right. has been exonerated in a court of law, and I, it's not right for me to be like, 
motherfucker killed somebody. <laughs> but he totally did. Nope. Fuck that dude. Uh, Fuck that dude. Hey. Fuck him for uh, being all good about uh, everything until it turned into uh, rioting in, in Baltimore. And then all of a sudden he wanted peace. Fuck him for what he yeah. said about Colin Kaepernick. Fuck him for what he said about uh, Colin no, Kaepernick's no. wife or girlfriend. Nigga. What did he say about Colin Kaepernick's girlfriend? This nigga said, this nigga once said, without football, there would oh be a God. lot of evil, evil crime. <laughs> what the fuck? You know what? You know what happened if we didn't have football? Evil. It's like, what? Motherfucker. <laughs> There's a lot of evil right now with football. And, and football's There's a lot of, of football. Evil. There's a lot of evil in football. Right. Football is part of some of that evil. What we call crime. That nigga's a case study for CTE if I ever saw one. Very much so. And with in regards to Ray and, and Colin Kaepernick's um girlfriend, because none of the newspapers ever actually say the name yeah, of the I never girlfriend. even saw him I never even saw him say something about her. Yeah, they were like yeah. um he said we he said that they were they were gonna bring him into the they were gonna bring him to uh trial for the Ravens, but that uh that tweet that she sent out yeah. Uh, about him. About Ray Lewis looking like uh the looking like the black looking like Samuel L. Jackson and Django Unchained. After that, that is what stopped came out. Yes. All of a sudden, we were gonna give him a chance, but then uh, Nessa, that's her name, Nessa ruined it by putting yeah. that picture up the next day. I want to hear Colin speak to me about how he wants to play football. That's what he was talking about. I want Colin to come to me. Like, nigga, you are not, what, what are, who are, you're not an owner. Yeah, who are you? You're not an owner. You're not nothing. You ain't bad. You ain't <laughs> I thought it. I thought it. As soon as you said yes, that. Yes, uh, he is a dude that's been accused of murder. Uh, that's like, he's something. That, no, that's he, a thing. He was accused of covering up a murder. Exactly. He didn't actually he do the murder. He killer. He yeah, didn't do true. the murder. He was accused of covering it up, helping yeah, cover it. Up. The nigga, look, the nigga. That's true. I'm thinking Ray Olivia Pope. Pope. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh he, he Olivia Pope the fuck out of that situation. <laughs> <laughs> and oh my. Now we're yeah. done. God, thank you. <laughs>